Welcome to episode seven of the Real Talk podcast. Seven episodes, ladies and gentlemen. We are back at it again with my beautiful, voluptuous, amazing co-hosts, George, Seth, and Cam. Before we get into this episode, whatever you're listening to us on right now, whether it's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, hit that subscribe, hit that follow, hit that five-star rating. It helps us out a ton. We really want to try to get up these charts. It'll help us become the number one movie podcast in the world. But we got a pretty solid show today. Let's just go ahead and get right into it. First off, let's just let's just start. How is how's everyone doing? Cameron, Purdue lost yesterday. What uh what TikTok are you gonna make for me? We made a little friendly wager that our alma maters played Wisconsin versus Purdue in football. The game was projected by Vegas to be like a one point game, which means like they expected Wisconsin to win by one point. The the final score was closer than it actually was. I think it was thirty five to twenty four, but that game was a blowout. What do you have to say for yourself? It was abysmal, man. It's Purdue sports in a nutshell. I hate Purdue sports. I love them to death, and but they just stink. And so it's a bummer. I, I, you know, I'm I said I'd make five things I like about you, and it's hard to come up with a list, man. (laughs) Hey, after losing the bet, you can't you can't throw strays like that. You can't. You have to. I know. I know. Just we haven't we haven't beat Wisconsin in 16 years now. There's a curse, literally. Over uh, that fucking 2003 was actually 19 years ago, so it's a little longer. Uh, of a 19 years, ago. 16 games, I guess. It was. And just to add injury to the Flames, like our, my grad school, Penn State, beat Purdue week one, so I'm two and zero of my colleges beating your colleges this year. Yeah, this is the first game we've lost by more than a last second touchdown or a last like minute touchdown. So unfortunate. This is an actual loss. Penn State, I still think we should have beaten. Same with Syracuse. Doesn't matter. Beside the point. <laughs> <laughs> life wise i'm all right I'm, I'm 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 okay i'm doing well um in in life yeah you see that door back there right there this bad for um for uh anyone listening on like apple or spotify but youtube you can see that door i just broke it um so i had to like just hang it back up literally five minutes before we got on this podcast um i took a shower you're not going to uh, tell in, us how you broke in, it Any good i was story? trying to close it and oh. ripped it off <laughs> Yeah, so, so strong. The gym is good to you, bro. Those I massive just, biceps. I think it, that's it's it's exactly that. It's the three times I've worked out. That's what that's what so, it is. Since so since we started this podcast, you've yeah, broken sorry. your desk and your door. Yeah, so okay. yeah, I bro- okay. I've broken my desk and my door. And like I said, I just got to live my life and accept <laughs> that I'm gonna f- fuck things up because I it just happens all the time. Um, but yeah, I, I took to a shower in three minutes before this podcast. So I'm, I'm feeling good today. You know, it's about as clean Come. as I've been. Come, you've been to the gym three times. Didn't we like make a commitment like a month ago or something? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and three of 30 is much better than, um, than not where I was at before. <laughs> no, but to be you're going to say that when it's like, it's, thir- it's 300% improvement. If we, we want to oh. say that, <laughs> but Hey, the gym at my apartment actually sucks and it's kind of annoying. Like it's beat up to shit. Oh, There's I've like, been there before. I've been, yeah. that's, that's such an easy excuse. That's, know, my, that's one of my favorite excuses. Okay. Okay. Also. Yeah. There was someone who commented on one of my videos and was like, no more excuses. All right. My excuses. I simply just don't want to go. That's, that's the excuse. I'm, <laughs> I don't care. I'm not a motivated gym guy. So like, we'll we'll maybe get into it. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tr- maybe try for a membership and then we'll and then that'll force me to go. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I know. We'll see. We'll see. 
Well, I'm chilling. How's everyone right. else? All I just right. ranted well, for a while. Seth, you 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 seem to be having a good week because you had the UFC event. You said you were having some yeah. great movie theater experiences, but then you just said you woke up feeling not too well today. So how's everything going across the pond? I, I don't know if it's like not well or just run down like stress wise. I've just you know when you wake up and you just ache and you just like feel like you want to sleep just constantly. That's kind of how I feel. But yeah, man, UFC was great last night. Really enjoyed it. Fantastic card. Um, a few very questionable decisions in there but that no, was good man. i've had a pretty good week been been quite busy uh busier than i probably wanted to be but can't complain it's been it's been pretty pretty good pretty standard to be fair well that, yeah not nothing too much to complain about there i feel like i'm in the same boat i went to that wedding last weekend got sick i feel like because in arizona as much as like i complain about the weather just being always so hot it's just hot and dry, so you don't really get allergies here. It's kind of hard to get sick when it's just, like, hot and no pollen and nothing all the time. So I went to Arkansas for, like, three days, which is very much forest, hilly, very different climate. And I think it just wrecked my body. So I'm getting over a cold. I've been feeling better for the past, like, three days, but I went on TikTok Live on Friday on the movie account, and I'm like, oh, let's go on live. It's been a while. And, like, three minutes in, I just couldn't stop coughing because it was the first time I talked for more than, like, two sentences. So I was like... I'm sorry, guys. I'm. It's been like two minutes, but I have to get off. So, hoping it goes better for this. I got. I got some hot chai tea. Got some water. We should be set and everything. But um, that's how I've been. I've been sick. Been out of town. Feel like I'm just behind on everything, which is just like the worst feeling ever. Just trying to catch up, and because I missed a lot of work this week and getting behind, so it's stressful. But George, how have you been? I see in the doc it says because we we have this doc where we all prepare and we all type in stuff, and I never know who does what if it's Cam messing with people or if it's George actually saying this, but it says. How is everyone doing? George hyphen bad. Can you explain? I'm not doing bad. That was just a joke. <laughs> Good. But I am doing fine. I'm doing pretty same as Seth, pretty standard week of work. Um, I was in Jersey for Friday and Saturday, just working from my friend's house on Friday, and then we golfed on Saturday. Um, shouts out my boy, Doug, Sam, and Nick. Um, and then I drove home yesterday, and driving in New York, if you've ever done it, is absolutely miserable. Um, so it took me... It took me, so I, I went to Jersey, think about this. I went to Jersey Friday morning. I left at probably 5 a.m. took me an hour and 15 to get there. I left Jersey uh, yesterday around 3.30 maybe. Took me two and a half hours to get home. So Sheesh. traffic. I don't, know, I don't know what that means. That could be <laughs> two and a half hours distance. But is that, what's the distance? We You need to speak for the UK. It's, as well. it's about 80 miles to my friend's house, maybe 75 should take you an hour if you're going 80 miles per hour, Seth. Yeah. Oh, if you go, okay. Yeah, true. Right. We, we just totally boned the UK audience because he's like, put it in UK terms. Let me throw out miles per hour. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, we're just doubling hour, down. Yeah. <laughs> not. It's on the left side of the road, too. So you're probably <laughs> driving like backwards. I don't know. Wait, wait, you realize that no, we no. use miles. Wait. What? what? Yeah, we use miles. Use oh, really? Numbers? Yeah. No, we use miles. Hmm. Learn what? something new every day. Look at that. You're not you're not very clued up on us, are you? I'm not yeah. clued up on shit, Seth. This is true. Can we just <laughs> like, I wanna get this out there. The other day I was talking about this with Cam. And what was it you said about the people who text you now? <laughs> oh, uh, I thought you were, you were talking about the IRA, and I was like, we, those yeah, people yeah. tax me. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, wait, that's I'm sure that's the IRS. And then you were like <laughs> Oh yeah. My bad. Classic American, that is. <laughs> Man. Oh my god, man! Yeah, that's that's my bad. So George, hey, George, 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 George. Go ahead, Cam. 
George, is Doug the one I replied to on TikTok thinking it was like a hater of yours? <laughs> Doug, Doug is who you replied to. <laughs> right. He seems like a good person, man. <laughs> They're all good people. <laughs> yeah. Was that the comment that was like, how did you post yourself wearing this? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, you should fucking delete your TikTok, George. <laughs> oh, man. I but... thought it was just a random person. <laughs> yeah, driving through New York does not sound fun. I, I only have one experience with it. I had an internship in 2018 in Boston and my sister lives in Philly and the internship was over and I was driving home from Boston all the way to Madison, Wisconsin, which if you're in the U S you can visualize yeah, that drive. You're not, it's, it's like the middle of the U S all the way to the East coast. I think total it's like 15 to 16 hours, but I was driving, my car was breaking down. Like I, I still have this car. I got it fixed up, but it's super old. Um, it was breaking down, overheating, driving from Boston to Philly, and the the air conditioner like wouldn't work because it would just overheat the car. So it was during the middle of summer. I'd have the window down, just my arm out the window. My left arm got like completely dark tan, while the rest of my body was just normal. It was like the weirdest <laughs> tan sunburn ever. But my car ended up breaking down in Brooklyn, New York. So that's my only experience ever with New York City. I'll be going there in a week or two weeks, so I'll get a better experience. But literally right now, the only time I've ever been to New York was my car breaking down like in downtown Brooklyn. So I had to find like some repair shop just off the street. And I was like, this is like not a place you want to have a broken down cars on these <laughs> new, like New York city streets. It was awful. Classic. I, yeah. Anyways, Classic. let's uh, before we get into kind of our normal shindigs of, you know, the, the news, the reviews, let's just talk about what have we been watching this week? So Seth, you have some good theater experiences. We'll talk more about those later, but other yeah. than those, what have you been watching this week? So I watched um, About Time, which was... Dub. I cry at a lot of films, and that was like... <laughs> have you... Tyler, I know you've seen it. Have you, you guys both seen it as well? I've seen it, yeah. I haven't seen it in a oh, while. Come, I've seen it not in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have it rated. The, uh, that ruined that. me. I've seen... What did I watch this week? Um, I've seen quite a few films this week. I've seen... Um, I watched the, you know, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I watched, um, they did it. Well, I watched a film that she did, which came out la last year called Petite Maman, which is a quite a short film, about 70 minutes. Um, Small about man. Bit, pretty much. Well, no, it's, it's a little, a little mom, I think it is. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. And um, it's basically about a little girl who loses a, a grandma and then she meets another girl and it's kind of, it's just one of those that's just like a joyful watch. That was really nice. And then I watched Coherence, which George, you like. Um, really enjoyed that. Like 50k budget, sci-fi, thriller-esque. And there's, it's just one of those that there's there's so much room for different interpretation. So much little little details you can pick on throughout the film. Um, yeah, I've watched quite a few. And then obviously just the, the cinema experience as well, which we'll get on to in a second. But I've watched a few good films this week, definitely. Good stuff. Cool. George, You your list looks... Like a lot of classic George movies. What what have you been watching this week? <laughs> it's just continuing my horror stuff. Uh, I watched The Mist. Um, while I was watching The Mist, was that? I thought that was an M. Night Shyamalan movie the entire time. What um, did you think of the end? It was, why? What are we doing? What kind of decision making is that? Like, just, drive, just drive your fucking car. Like, stupid <laughs> who, who, direct, who directed that? Do you know? Frank Darabont. Frank Darabont. Okay, because I don't know what kind of weird like uh mandela effect i have but i could have sworn the mist was an m night Shyamalan movie i the entire time i was watching i thought it was m night and then once that ending hit i was like yeah m night this is classic m night ending and then i look at the director and i'm it's like the guy who did shawshank i was like, that was, <laughs> I was like that's not m night what the fuck are we doing 
Um, but yeah, I watched The Mist. I watched The Monsters, which is a 2022 release, but we're not going to go on an in-depth review on that because it fucking sucks. Um, it was one of the most bland, lazy, piece-of-shit films I've ever watched. Don't watch it. Sounds like I'm going to love it. I don't, don't even know I, about this. I want to watch it. Sure, the only reason I watched it is because I wanted to watch Terrifier 2, which I didn't realize was only in theaters, so yeah. I couldn't find a stream. So I was just looking at for like new 2022 releases that were out that I could just kill real quick while I'm working. The monsters came up, so I put it on and I instantly regretted it. That movie. What's, fucking what's it on? Uh, Netflix. Oh, Dire- directed by Rob Zombie. Yeah. How is it? How is it? I'll, I'll be watching. No, no, is it? I think oh, yeah, Rob Zombie. Yeah, it is. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. And then uh, a, a Seth uh, recommendation. I watched The Descent, uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Scary. Um, it was fucking frightening. I, I texted you. There was one jump scare that literally, like, yeah, everyone maybe, who's watched it will know exactly what. Yeah, I, like I'm not gonna spoil anything, but there was also one moment of the movie. It wasn't even a jump scare. It, I don't even think it was intended to be scary. That literally put my jaw on the ground. Like it happened so fast, and I was like, wow. And then like once it happened, like the effects of it were like dragged out across like, a quick like three minute yep. emotion fest, and I was like that hit like that hit hard uh but that was a great movie and then i saw the first terrifier finally because of all the rave of terrifier 2 which it's a bad movie but like it has a 35k budget so like how much can we really like hate on this movie yeah Um, but it is a objectively bad film (laughs) yeah it's uh but it's got like it's it's one of those that has like a a cult following doesn't it? yeah like i love the kills and the gore and shit but it's just it looks like it was recorded on an iphone 4 (laughs) the actual effects are pretty astounding yeah it's wild if i'm gonna give it credit the effects are it's really they look realistic for a thing i think the new one like it's only got what's the budget on the new one i think it's only not nothing crazy it's it's like i got boosted no i thought it was like I thought it was like high. 70. Yeah. yeah, it's a high budget. Is it? I don't uh, know. No, I was saying 70K. Oh, no. No, no. I thought, I, was, I thought it was like double the original. I, I, I think know. it's like, I thought it was like 500K or something. So it got like definitely some more money into it. More money. But yeah. I don't know anything about the 150K. I don't know anything about the Terrifier movies, but I think I, I, I think it was Straw Hat Goofy who posted it, like one of the wildest things I've seen in like a horror movie. And it was a scene from Terrifier. And it was like oh, they're fighting. He the yeah, they're like gun. fighting, and he's like beating yeah. down. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, "Bang!" I was like, "This this looks like a Michael Scott directed like scene of where he's just like, I'm that getting beaten up all the back against the wall, and it's like, <laughs> that was hilarious. That was funny. Yeah, that also, was the fun. Terrifier too is like these people are pissing, shitting, and throwing up during this movie. Like, what the fuck you if yeah. you're doing that? Like, I don't I don't buy that for a second. Yeah. Have no, you guys all had comments about have you watched it yet? I'm getting yeah, them every video. Like, no, I don't talk horror. I know why would you to be fair? Yeah. George specifically. I get my problem is like I don't want to I see movies by myself all the time, but like yeah, so. Terrifier 2 is not the movie I want to watch alone. I would have no one who would come with me to Yeah, that. exactly. Like, no one wants to come with me. So no. I that's probably just gonna be a wait till streaming so I can just watch it. It's coming out on Blu-ray the twenty eighth, I believe, this like next week. I'll I buy think it. I'm gonna go Doesn't buy want it. To shit his pants when he's alone. <laughs> um i i've been i've been been watching i haven't watched a ton of movies this week to be quite honest with you i caught up with andor uh still haven't caught up with house of the dragon or rings of power but i watched bros very good uh very good rom-com it's very Uh straightforward like it's outside what did you rate it uh 81 
Oh, it's okay. That's, it's that's, it's really yeah. funny. Outside of it being like a gay rom com, like it's it's one of the more straightforward plots like ever. You know, Was so that a, that's that's a fine. Entendre joke. Oh. I need to. I get it now. <laughs> it took me a sec, but sure. Um, and then I watched On the Count of Three, which I thought was great. Um, we talked about it last week, but I do think the comedy kind of like brings down the like impact that this movie should have a little bit. But it was very funny, so I liked the comedy. I don't know. I'm a little in between on the comedy on it, but it was really good. Uh, I gave that an 88 out of 100. Um, really did enjoy it. Everyone seems to like that. Don't I I, it's, yeah. not, it's not out here yet, but I'd say my top five of the year. Same. Top five, really? Yeah, yeah number four. I think it's like my or? six no, or something. Four and a half. Four and a half. Okay, so I have it at four and a half as well. I think it's like my sixth of the year now. Uh, now it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. What's, what's one for you, Thor: Love and Thunder? So, well, no, that's two actually, right behind, <laughs> right behind uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, Strange, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's one actually i just i just put a list on my uh on my on my uh letterboxd rarely ever have a letterboxd wow yeah yeah 2022 movie rankings i told you guys last night oh can i tell this story last night i couldn't sleep right and you know normally it's because my fucking kid wakes me up (laughs) in the middle of the night no last night my kid slept through the night but i had my parents dog and apparently my parents dog wakes up every hour and a half and just like scratches you for pets fuck yeah. off <laughs> I, I love i love that dog that was like that was like my childhood dog um like as a as a kid loved it love it but go away it's 2 a.m and then i couldn't sleep for another hour and a half so yeah i made that list i love how you just said my childhood dog as a kid like, yeah i don't know i'm an idiot <laughs> leave me be there's a cam thing to say that Can't yeah the, this is a very interesting top 10 i'm looking at right now Dude, you have Bullet Train in your top ten. So is, I think uh, Bullet Train would get like just into my top ten. I can't really. Lie. George, read off his top ten. He's, he's got Prey at ten, Hustle on the count of three. Oh, Hustle. Yeah, oh, I love Hustle. That was gross. I like, I like Hustle. He's, like he's, hustle? he's got Watcher at seven. Love that. He's got Fresh okay. at six. Ooh, no. Got Maverick at five. No. <laughs> The Northman at four, RRR, the Batman, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, solid top. Four. I think the, oh, I fresh, think fresh, not, not solid top five. Fresh, I love fresh. Fresh, love hustle, fresh. and prey are questionable. Prey isn't questionable. I love prey in my top ten. <laughs> we know yeah. you didn't like it. So the movies, it. movies that are not in the top ten that I think George had were, uh, you have, you have, uh, uh, I just said it, Bullet Train. I you have a movie train. I haven't seen. Which one? Vikram. Um, yeah, Vikram. Yeah, yeah. I oh, seen I haven't seen that yet. I need to um, see a good movie. You have yeah. like Apollo ten and a half. Is that? No, that's 11? at number eleven. Ah, damn. Um, I yeah, I saw. I looked at your list as yeah. well. I, was like, I, I also have Nope in my top ten. I see you yeah, have it ranked a little lower. Yeah, I have it really low compared to you. At yeah. least. Have you seen? Has everyone seen uh, Three Thousand Years of Longing? Where would yes. that? Was... No. Oh, did you watch it, George? What did you have that? I saw that. That's my highest ranked three and a half out of five star movie. What a surprise! Uh, <laughs> I think I give it. A That's all of his movies, by That's the way. Every, every movie is. <laughs> three uh, and a half. I, I really liked Three Thousand Years Long. The I thought was, it was great. I thought it was really solid. Was What's wrong with Fresh? There's uh, nothing wrong with. No, fresh. nothing, nothing like wrong. It. It's just it's nothing not wrong with it. There. 
I give it a three. I don't know what everyone else gave it. Ooh, like, I, I gave it a three and a half. <laughs> of course you did. Uh, yeah, no I'm not, you. Dude, I'm not like talking to you, George. I know what you gave it. <laughs> I'm just happy you made a letterbox list because honestly, we got right. you in a letterbox train maybe over a month ago now. And I at this I've point I kinda I kinda gave up on you, honestly, on letterbox. I thought I was like, fair, okay, I've he tried it out, it's not gonna be for him. <laughs> to be fair, I've always had it. I just don't log movies there because I do it. You do it in own. batches, like you do, do it in like my 50 own. films. But I have another list. Uh, George, are you looking at my lists? Oh, it's his second one. <laughs> uh, 2022 movies where the main character refers them to themselves as vengeance, ranked. Uh, uh, the Batman, then the Northmen, because at one point they both <laughs> call themselves vengeance. <laughs> oh, that is a very Cam Walsh list, but I like it. Yeah. Can you, you, bro, can you make that into a TikTok? Sure. <laughs> Here's sure. the top top two movies of the year where the <laughs> yeah. to You should put number so, three. Uh, at, yeah, you should I've put number three that. as Vengeance. If you've seen that, <laughs> huh? If you've seen the movie Vengeance that came out this year, that could be number three. I don't think I have. Definitely oh my! Haven't. It was fun. I, haven't seen that. I thought it was I fun. Seen it. Oh yeah, I wanted to see this. The uh, J, uh, BJ Novak movie. Yeah, I really did uh, want to see this. I, I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll check it out. But yeah, speaking of George saying like 3.5, his highest rated 3.5 out of five stars. I got a comment the other day because I, or on my letterbox, I reviewed Nightcrawler and gave it a 9.9 out of 10. And Cam, Cam, you can relate to this. When you rate like out of 10 or out of 100, the difference between 9.9 and 10 or like the point ones are so marginal. But when you review so many, like people are like, why don't you just give it a 10? When you review so many movies, if you just start saying like, oh, just throw all these here, like there's just no way you're ever going to be able to differentiate them. So like realistically in 9.9 and 9.8, there's like no difference, but it's just like when I'm looking at my rankings, that's just where it falls. So yeah, I I agree. I used to rank up a hundred as well. That's Uh, why, that's why, okay, we're going to get into, into this. That's why I say like, when you say like, Oh, that movie was great. I have it at a four and a half out of five. I don't put any movie that I, every like great movie I have at a 95 or a hundred, everything below that is like, or like four and a half to five. So 85 to 94 is what I'd call like a very good movie. Really? So, like, so you wouldn't like a nine yes. to a nine. Well, I mean, like sometimes like when you get into the 94s, I'd be like, that's a great movie. But like normally when I, before I like started doing letterbox, and this is why I hate the out of five star like rating system yeah. is like, sometimes George will be like, I fucking love that movie. It was great. I'm giving it a four and a half out of five. And I'm like, I don't understand how you can like, but I understand when you're only rating it on that scale, you know? Yeah. You have to think about the scale people are rating on. Yeah. Rating. And so like George is like, I gave it a three and a half out of five. I think it was a really good movie. I'm like, ah, I'm three and a half out of five. I, I, I also feel like I have like the like school grading system in my head where like a C plus I'm like, this movie's like, yeah, it's fine. Like it's a movie that's there, you know? So I don't really consider my three and a half out of fives, like really good movies, you know, yeah. which is just my personal opinion. You can call me crazy if you want, but I hate the, no, the way, the way I translate to letterbox, I do 9.5 to 10 out of 10s as a five stars. Whereas I feel like a lot of people Same. treat letterbox five nine, stars as like what I treat a 10 out of 10 as I feel like some people just do like a five star on letterbox. Like they only give five stars in a movie that they're like, they're great, but also like hold a special, like, connection to me like for me a 10 out of 10 is like the same as a 9.9 the only difference is like the 10 out of 10 i just consider like a just an elite class that i don't really want to just throw anything into i want it to be like something that's like amazing but also like special to me it's one of my favorites i think cam you said something similar about your 100 out of 100 it's kind of like a sacred tier almost for you yeah i don't know if i'll ever like put something in there again maybe one day i don't know like the closest i've ever gotten recently is like recently i got everything everywhere all at once at a 98 but then, like, the closest I think I've gotten in new-ish movies is, like, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. 
Well, there's, there's a guy I, I follow on TikTok called uh, Kian. He's like, he's watched like a crazy amount of films. He watched like 4,400 logged on Letterboxd or something. And he, he's only 18 as well. He's, yeah. And he, um, I quite like the way he does it. I mean, I wouldn't do it like this, but he's only ranked 28 films of five star out of 4,500. Because I think he literally does it, like even The Godfather gave like a 4 or 4.5, not because he doesn't think it's amazing, he literally does it via the connection he had with the film. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And right. it, it's very minute films. I feel like a lot of people do that as well. Whereas yeah. like me and George, if we're doing the five system, we'll just, if we think a film is just incredible, we have such a good experience, we'll just give out fives, let's be honest. Like we just give fives. But a lot of people have a thing where they hold a five for like that personal connection with the film. I kind of right. get it. Yeah. Which is what but I do I just, with 10 out of 10s, which is why I kind of like yeah. having... A little more yeah i mean if i consider it a five out of five a perfect movie then i guess i would only have five five out of fives but there's I yeah, i'm like caught at a crossroads because like my five out of fives are like your top kind of, 100 right yeah but it's also like some movies are what i just objectively feel deserve a five out of five some movies are just person like i think how to train your dragon is a great movie it's probably not a five out of five movie. I have it at a five out of five because I fucking You're love it. It makes, me, it makes me cry. I'm bullish at times. I kind of get I, that. But I have zero personal connection with 2001 A Space Odyssey. I just objectively think that is a perfectly made movie. I, I would probably differ from you because like, I watched, as I told you, Mirror, for example, George, yeah. the, the Tarkovsky one. Yeah. Like, if you're talking about how well made that is, it is incredible. I give it like a 2.5 or a 3. Just because I just I found it boring, so yeah. I just that that two point five there is for how well made I think it was. But if I didn't really enjoy the film, I can't right. see myself giving it a four point five or a five. But then again, like Tyler, for example, you gave two thousand one a, t- a five or five, and then you didn't think it was the most entertaining thing in the world. But I think that's the great thing about film we always we all rank stuff differently. Do you know right. what I mean? It yeah, and that, that's a debate as old as time. Like, do you rate it yeah. based on your yeah. enjoyment or based on whatever? It's a debate that's been going on forever. It'll continue to go on forever. But we'll 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 move debate. forward from our, our rating scales, and I'll quickly go over what I've been watching. So I've been sick, so ticked a lot of stuff off the watch list. So Cam finally got me to watch Ted Lasso. So the way our group chat works is people will say like, "Hey, recommend a movie to watch," and George will be like recommend a movie to watch then he'll go over to tiktok stories and say hey everyone comment a movie i should watch and then I'll, start I'll watching a movie film. that literally zero people recommended whereas me, asshole 92 <laughs> whereas oh, me yeah, I'll, I'll listen to the recommendations cam recommended ted lasso i, I started it absolutely love it very very entertaining very heartwarming uh season two episode like three but it's one of those shows that i know if it was different i would probably argue against it but you know how when you watch a show you don't want just everything to be perfect you want some wrinkles to be thrown in you need to keep it intriguing in the plot but that's just one movie i'm just like or a show i'm just like just just make everything go perfectly and i wouldn't complain just make ted Lasso, make doesn't. them win all the games make all the romances work i know it doesn't but like that's just one that's so heartwarming and a warm hug of a show i'm just like just don't make anything bad happen just make it all happy but great show Speaking of warm hugs, Harry Potter documentary. Don't know how I slept on that for so long. That was so fun. Like I said this in my letterbox review as a Harry Potter fan. That was great as a film fan. That was fucking awesome because it went through like director by director kind of saying how they were changing the the tones and the stories and how they were directing these child actors into their teenage years. Like it was so awesome for film fans to get inside the minds of these producers, these directors, these, these actors, the great actors like Ray Fiennes and, and all these experienced ones, as well as the young, the child actors coming up. Such a, such a great documentary. Enjoyed that a bunch. 
And then, uh, yeah, so when I'm sick, I just want to watch movies that I know I'm going to love. I rewatch some of my favorite movies of all time, Boyhood. That movie will just, like, stab me in the heart every time. Um, again, I said this in my letterbox. I think it's a movie that objectively everyone can agree is, like, a near masterpiece in terms of achievement of just filming over so long and making that coming-of-age story. But for the people that, like, truly connect with it, whether it's they have experiences similar to it growing up or can relate to it, that movie will just forever be unmatched. Like, Richard Linklater, king of coming-of-age, incredible movie. You got you got to give it a watch. I'd probably it. like it because I like it's very it a lot. I like well, I loved the Four trilogy. Yeah. School of Rock, fantastic film. It just is. I'd probably like that. Is it the one where it goes through like it's Ethan Hawke, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. And it goes yeah. through like how many years? Twelve, 12. years. Twelve. Yeah. I mean, I'd definitely like. I'm not watching today. Yeah. Today. He he kind of Richard Linklater gambled correctly because he'd had Ethan Hawke and Patricia Arquette as the two parents, which both were famous twelve years ago and still household names today. So he kind of like worked out well for him that he was able to just pick actors and actresses that ended up having staying power and cultural relevance. But uh, then also just quickly watch Nightcrawler, Game Night. Love both those movies to death. Um, very Game fun. Night a five out of five. Yeah. For, so that's... for me, like that, that's a subjective for me because that's a perfect comedy for what I like. I want a comedy that's funny that also has a plot. Like I, I, I really will never rate a comedy high if it's just a slapstick comedy that has no real plot. Like I haven't seen Step Brothers in forever. I don't know what I'd rate it, but the plot there is five out of five, or I'll kill you. <laughs> That's but, not fine. what four or five. American yeah. comedy is a five. Is super bad. I'll, I'll yes, yes, I, I would five. agree. Also we all have super bad. I don't have super bad at five. Oh, yeah. But Game Night, I've seen That's like five times now. It kills me every time. Like the some of my all of my favorite actors, like Jason Bateman, Rachel McAdams, Kyle Chandler, Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons is one of the funniest like deadpan characters of all time you, in that movie. You have the your your review does have the best like one of the best jokes in all of movies at the start. Yeah. Like how can that be profitable for free to like? That's just that's that, just fun. That kills but, me every damn time. But yeah, yeah anyways, just, that's what I've been watching. We won't harp on it too long, but before we get into our normal stuff, let's go through what's happened on this day in film history. So in 1962, Oscar nominated The Manchurian Candidate was released. Um, the first ever Toronto International Film Festival opened in 1976 today, which we obviously covered this year's Toronto International Film Festival probably four or five weeks ago now. High mm -hmm. School Musical 3 was released in theaters in 2008. I can't. I think that might be the only one that got a theatrical release. Maybe I'm mistaken, but I remember going to that in theaters. And that was hype. Did those not get a theatrical release? Uh, the first one for sure was a Disney first Channel release. Really? Yeah. Hmm. But Interesting. loved those as a kid, as, as I'm sure many people can relate. Uh, John Wick was released in theaters in 2014. That's just a series that keeps on giving. And then most importantly, Real Talk Episode 7 was released today. Big news. So again, stop what you're doing right now, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, rate us five stars, subscribe. You know, I'm just going to keep harping in your ear until you make it happen. Great transition. <laughs> clean plug. He loves me. He does not so clean. <laughs> All right, Love but it. let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Black Adam, let's give it a review. Um, I'm going to withhold my statements until we, we let some others take the floor. So we're, we're going to start off with George here. Let's, uh, let's we're just, we're, dive we're into doing Black Adam. We're spoilers and non-spoilers, right? Correct. I feel like but there's one. Oh, no, right. I'll quickly set the stage with just like a one sentence or two, which Black Adam is such a cultural, like, in terms of everyone in the media knows about it, so I, I'm not going to harp on it too long. But obviously, newest entrance into the DCEU was in the works for – basically over a decade the rock says he put all his chips into the table for this one it's it's kind of been his passion project um the hype around this movie kind of ran wild with people saying this is going to change the future of the dceu 
Um, obviously, 99% of us know that all the post-credit scenes were leaked and they kind of even use that in their marketing. So been a wild run up to this movie releasing and it's finally released for the masses. George, take it away. What are your thoughts on Black Adam? The the Rock has not saved the DCU, unfortunately. We'll did start he change there. the hierarchy of power, though? He did not change the hierarchy okay. of power. Um, this was an incredibly disappointing movie, and it, it, I think it would have gotten a lower score for me if I didn't expect it to be disappointing. Once The Rock started uh, spoiling the fact that Henry Cavill was in the movie, I kind of just figured they understood they made a bad movie and they didn't want a box office failure. Um, so... How do you avoid that? You spoil the fact that Superman is coming back because everyone's going to lose their goddamn minds. Um, it was just an incredibly surface level movie, incredibly lazy dialogue. I thought The Rock just played the exact same character he plays in every single movie. He just put That's a super. Just, uh, yeah, he just put a black suit on for this one and called himself a superhero. Um, every single character was lifeless i felt the justice society was done absolutely dirty i know this wasn't their movie so i i, I didn't really expect them to have been fleshed out as well as you know maybe i had expected but i did not expect uh what uh, adam smasher to have turned into this comedic relief horny teenage character that was useless on screen um the the villain i i said this in my tiktok review and i will stand by this is just as bad, maybe worse than Malekith from Thor The Dark World. I thought his motives were horrific. Uh, he's had no compelling characteristics. He was just, he ended up turning into a very cliche CGI clusterfuck in the last fight. And it just, it was, it was tough to watch. I gave this movie a two and a half out of five stars. I think that's incredibly generous. The more I talk about this movie and the more I think about it, I think it should be a one and a half out of five. Just um, it. it took 15 years to make a piece of shit. There were scenes, uh, Cam, you had texted me where the rock was flying around that just looked bad. I cannot believe I'm seeing people on TikTok call this movie like visually pleasing and telling me that the CGI was good because it fucking wasn't. That scene where he's flying down. His oh, dude, that's such a yeah. What like that? Hey, so it's funny. Such, oh my dude, it's just because he looks like a thumb. I was laughing so much. <laughs> they, there were just so many things in this movie that just had me shaking my head. Um, I thought none of the comedy worked. I know the 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 woman's brother was supposed to be like the comedic relief character. Oh, didn't fucking make me laugh at all. Um, so yeah, just bland, boring. Also expected. Um, I, I, I did not go into a Black Adam movie with high expectations. Um, anything The Rock makes. I mean, what's the best fucking movie he's been in? Fast Five, which is not even that great of a movie. So the other guys. I'm fighting with my family. I have not. I, ha I have heard, not. I've, seen, heard, I've, I've heard it's very good. I have not seen fighting with my family. I've heard. I've heard it's very good. But George, yeah. I think you should drop your rating on this one. I think I'm going to. The, the more I talk about this movie, the more disappointing it is for me. <laughs> So yeah, that's my. Can quick. I go next because I, yep. I just want to. You're next. Buddy. Um, so, I this is where you're really gonna see like my superhero bias because I'm about to rip this movie apart just as much as George, but I still have given it like a positive review if you want to call it that. Like I gave it a three out of five or a fifty-eight out of a hundred in the real um, important rating system, um, and I think that just comes from. I, like 
it's quick it's only two hours a two-hour movie i don't think drags too much uh it's it's a it is a fun time i would say like there is a lot of action um and i think you see a lot of cool things um so like i i kind of i enjoyed it more than i didn't is what i say but i also have a lot of like issues with it like george does and we can get into more of them during um spoilers but i do want to say george you didn't you said the villain didn't have a compelling storyline you forget he um he is the last descendant of a person yeah. that ruled six thousand years ago you don't <laughs> you don't know oh, your oh fucking my. timeline shut up it 6, also thousand years ago it also came out of nowhere yeah. like out yeah. of nowhere he just says i'm the last That's descendant. like shut the fuck up bro dude six it was like 582 bc or 5820 bce you don't know who the hell was there then shut up that that pissed me off um (laughs) sorry there's just a lot of shit in this movie man i i texted george after and i'm i'm excited i'm sorry tyler we're kind of like ripping this part even though you and i have it at like the same score i know i know you enjoyed it more than us whatever um but i agree with george like i see a lot of people and you know maybe i'm not credible because i am an mcu fan but I also think I am somewhat competent. Um, like I see a lot of people complain about the CGI in, in um, the MCU and other superhero projects in general. And I don't think any of this looked as like egregiously bad as sometimes you get in the MCU where like, you know, Yelena is in the, in the sky in black widow and it's clearly a green screen behind her or whatever. But I think this whole movie looked quite bad like comparatively i think this looked really bad the slow-mo is off-putting i hate the slow-mo maybe you like it maybe that's the slow-mo come so it's so much and they do like an x-men apocalypse scene like with quicksilver but it's so much worse i also one point i want to say is like this originally was supposed to be r allegedly you can totally see that like i i i could totally tell that this was supposed to be r at one point like there are some brutal kills they just don't have like gore or whatever and i think that's really what instead of instead of like zapping a person and then bleeding to death it just like goes to dust and i think that's how you like distinguish between r and pg-13 you know um but my issue also is like it tries to be really serious and really dark and yet there's so much comedic relief you got this fucking kid telling the rock to to use a catchphrase oh my god it oh it really bugged me bummed me out uh it's something i really wanted to like a whole lot i have a lot more points but i don't want to you know i i talk all the time so um i'll let i'll let seth go and then i'll make some points later yeah i on the contrary to george i actually was quite happy with this because i (laughs) i thought i would give this like a half a star like i thought (laughs) and i'll be honest the first hour i probably would have given it like a one half star like this is not me being like a hater because i feel like a lot of people say that you're a hater no it's just my opinion i'm not hating on the film but that is some of the worst dialogue and one of the worst scripts i've seen in a long time like that's not overstating the mark that is like the joke delivery the how predictable it was the comical characters didn't work at all the villain was terrible but i quite liked the final (laughs) final sequence i did too no i i i, I liked it actually like I, I don't know why like i was stuck for the first hour there was a scene where um it must have been the first half an hour where black adam like goes towards the next to the pyramids whatever he flies towards and the first slow-mo shot do you remember and it's like Not i can't remember what, what song plays in the background but anyway i just found it like hilarious like 
the first hour, me and Anna were, were literally laughing. And bear in mind, Anna is like a massive MCU fan. She doesn't laugh at MCU films. She was laughing at this. Like, there is some hysterical moments in here that aren't meant to be hysterical. And the comical jokes they try to put out, they're just, they're not funny. However, for the final, like, hour, I don't know why. I, I, I weirdly enjoyed it. Like, I think it was just I'm the dumb fun. The dumb fun, the action. Even though I don't think it looked great, I, I found the villain, like, interestingly shit, if that makes sense. Like, he wasn't a good villain, but he just looked funny. And he, like, his sort of fight scenes were just funny. And I think as well, like, I enjoyed those bits more because they didn't have a lot of talking in. Like, they were the scenes with, like, the minimal dialogue, so I enjoyed it a lot more. But I gave this a 2.5 out of 5. I thought I would give this a lot lower. I, I actually enjoyed it. I think the soundtrack was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just think it was dumb fun. I don't think it was a well-made film at all. I think he had a really bad script. But I think I, I I actually understand why people like Tyler enjoyed it a lot more than me because it was just kind of stupid fun. Like that's that's it. it however, maybe I was a little bit generous to the two and a half, but it was just yeah. I don't know. It was it was okay. It was fine. All right. Well, for my thoughts, well, I feel like if people haven't seen my review already, they're expecting me to say, like, I feel like you guys have been hyping yeah, this up. As if kinda, I, like, yeah, like, like I gave it a like... three out of five stars, but I feel like you guys are like, sorry, Tyler. Like, I know you like <laughs> got on your knees and sucked this movie off, but, no, but your review is like more positive than ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, kind of agree with what you all said. The CGI was shoddy in some parts, but the visuals I actually quite enjoyed. Like that Dr. Fate scene at the end, I was quite enjoying how that was shot and I was filmed. A lot of the landscape scenes I, I, I personally really enjoyed, but uh, CGI, when the villain came, that was kind of the nail in the coffin where I was like, they didn't nail these visuals whatsoever. Um, I freaking love how they made The Rock, like uh, when they took away like his powers or whatever, they're like, look how skinny and pathetic this loser oh. is. When it's like a, a physique was, that like, a all of us would kill for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we would all kill for that. Well, not just us, like any gym bro would like, kill for the skinny, pathetic loser. You suck, the, like The Rock physique. I wonder if that was like him being like, Hey, yo, we're not gonna make me look completely shitty in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you can, you can bring me down a little, but not too much, right? That being said, though, like he got obviously, like he's always been massive, but he got more massive than ever for this movie. He got, he, he got too big. Like his back, neck muscles, like he looked yeah, so thummy. Uh, he looked so like, thummy. Like he legitimately yeah, like yeah. got too big. Like I, just, it took you me know, out of the movie. You know what's weird? Anna said the exact same thing after watching. Like as soon as you walked out, she was like, "Cheers, Anna." His traps look so weird. It's because that suit didn't come yep. all the way up. All the way so, up, like the traps were just like out of it. Yeah, it looked like a thumb. It, it, it looked. Oh weird. my god! And then there was one scene where he was walking, and the camera was behind him, so the whole camera was just on his traps. Yeah, yeah. But um, that was a rock decision. That was that was yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. The dialogue. I thought the dialogue was consistently bad, but it didn't dip. Like I feel like the super cringy moments. Like it didn't really. There was none of like the cringiest MCU or DCEU like lines ever in this movie for me. I just thought it was consistently very bad dialogue throughout. But still, like for I've me, seen like, worse, like this, sure. like for me, like just compared to another movie this year, like the screaming goats and like the JBL scene where they're like dancing, those were like worse moments to me than anything this movie had in terms of like that's cringe humor that I just hate. But it was just consistently very bad. The worst for me though was the kid, which kind of yep. you got to be like I think a, ever, everyone agrees, with right? That, but it's it's like, I, and I think a lot of people agree at least that you just can't hold like kids that like if they're gonna have bad de- like in Boyhood, in the beginning of Boyhood when they're kids, the dialogue's not great. And for me, it's like, come on, they're kids. Like you can't really blame them too much, but someone's dialogue who I hated other than the rocks who was just completely mid is ugh, 
Viola Davis, I love you, but every DCEU movie you're in, you're not meant to play that character. You're horrible. She's on a laptop, dude. It's she so does the same thing every time she, she gets appears. her bag every time for yeah. just being on a laptop or yeah. something. I don't she, think she's bad as that character, actually. I just I think she's she never there and she's like on a fucking laptop. I mean, she's a standout in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> I thought she's playing that role yeah. incredibly yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I like I, just wasn't for me, but um, that's fine. Yeah, so that, to, 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 go, go to your point on like that kid being shitty. I every time for some reason this year, I think the black phone gave us two of the best child performances we've ever seen, especially so, the girl. especially great. that girl. But like it was the whole it wasn't even just the two. It wasn't even the brother or the sister. Or, it was every single young child that was in this movie was just fucking incredible. So now every time I watch a young child actor, that's just the first like you can get a child actor capable of actually acting. So like, but why I, didn't you? I don't know if like. It's, it's very hard to judge a performance when the script is that bad anyway. That's fair, like If yeah. you look at the line delivery, he would have been told to say things a certain way. The jokes and stuff like that, that's not his fault. So it's quite hard to actually... <laughs> yeah, that. It's yeah. quite hard to differentiate a horrendous What the fuck was the triangle? <laughs> yeah. Can we, can we get into spoilers? Because like... I, I want to start I, 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 uh, I, I, I have like a quick, just like a couple <laughs> yeah. seconds of stuff to finish off before we end the non-spoiler section. But I have a couple points as well. But um, yeah, I just want to say the musical score, like I'm even higher on it than people have been praising it. Like the soundtrack as well as like the instrumental musical score, I thought was incredible from beginning to end. I every single thing goes up, whether it was a, a song like you said or the the score. I was just like, this fucking bangs. Score like, I love that. Good. That was yeah. a good score. Um, did a really good job with it, especially that's the first scene where Black Adam actually appears. That was the only thing I was really paying attention to. And I was like, this is a pretty banging score. Yeah. That was like the first thing my girlfriend and I said walking out of the theater were like, that that was banging the whole movie. But um, yeah, my theater was, I think Seth said this too, my theater was laughing so much during this movie. Not like, so Seth, you said like you and Anna were laughing at like the non-funny parts just because it was like there was like, bad. A, there was like But there was so many people him. like laughing at the joke. Like staring. my theater was erupting. I was like, what's going yes. on here? What? <laughs> oh god yeah it happened all the time to me man. there was like this woman behind me she was like crying at every scene like uh, uh, you know even at the scenes where the kids telling like the rock what to say and stuff she was literally in like floods of like laughing tears i mm. like, i funny i didn't understand <laughs> yeah. it and then, and then my last comment which is a general comment about movies like it's, it's it happens all the time where something's in a trailer but then not in the movie but i feel like every single trailer for this we watched was the rock flying next to the two fighter jets and he punches the one down they eject never yeah. happened in this movie no, no it didn't it didn't <laughs> but it's, know, not, it's not a new thing it bothered me well i think yeah. they took that out because when that trailer dropped i can't even tell you i don't know if you guys saw this so scene. many people made fun of it no no not even made fun of it so many people compared to the scene from iron man one where yeah. iron man was uh, fighting alongside okay. the two jets everyone literally just kept posting why is dc doing this like this is clearly a ripoff of marvel it was shot for shot the exact yeah. same thing Could so be. i doubt that's the reason it wasn't in the movie but it, it could also be the r-rated thing potentially yeah, I have a lot of, I have a couple like talking points that I wanted to bring up that like I wanted to get into before spoilers. Um, um, this is like one of the more polarizing movies of the year because like I have, a, I, 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 we were talking about it before I posted a video of Dr. Fate, but it was like the teen teen get some bitches meme, whatever, um, which he does do in this movie. Um, but like a lot of people are in that, in those comments, like this is a fun movie. If you expected anything more, you're an idiot. Why do you why do you need like a good storyline when you're having fun and it's a cool and 
and then other people are like this thing shit and like it and i think we're kind of all in the like very middle um you know which is fine i understand both sides of it it's very funny that like people like are like why do you need it's a comic book movie did you expect a good plot yes honestly like there are plenty of comic book movies and we've talked about this seth i said it the other day i now have 11 four and a half out of fives after doing my uh uh, uh 2022 re-rankings so so i have uh 11 it was 12 i now have 11 i brought one. Oh, out. sorry i was so thinking in total I was thinking yeah so i have a lot of so we we're earlier this week in our group chat we were talking to mcu rankings i have i have 11 movies that are four and a half out of five and then like two that are five out of five in the mcu i there are comic book maybe that's too much it doesn't matter there are comic <laughs> book movies that have like very good plots and like compelling stories and dc yeah. has that too the suicide squad man of steel i think wonder woman um if we're going outside of the dceu the batman the dark knight movies like there are movies with fucking good compelling plots so yes it's 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 annoying when people are getting mad at you that this movie made a shit plot but yeah it was a good time to watch don't get me wrong and that's why i have it at a positive rating um but like you still need more you still made a movie you expect people to go into this movie and be captured by the moment like so that's kind of just annoying to me um it's it's very funny there are a lot of people like hanging their hat hat on like this movie's still so much better than everything the mcu's given us i wouldn't be i wouldn't be comparing this i wouldn't be using this movie go go use the batman yeah. the batman is a lot better than the mcu movies don't use this one this is not where you want to hold your ground because <laughs> because this one's tough and then um this is the last point and, and i'm interested to hear your guys like thoughts on it i think the dc universe in general is like almost too powerful to make like a compelling story and maybe that's my bias in the fact that i think a lot of the mcu movies have like dumbed down their characters like the hulk could just fuck up an entire city you know uh scarlet witch could just control everyone and kill everyone yeah and i think i think what the dc has done is not made their not like depowered their characters to the point that it's like they're blowing up cities like is this anything and they kind of get into it in batman versus superman but then in batman versus superman they make it a huge point to be like we're out of the city no one's near and it's just bad dialogue whatever it doesn't matter um but like in this and in this they're like fighting in the middle of conduct and it's like these are massive people and and massive characters dr fate is an incredible magic user black adam is like one of the most powerful people just blowing up buildings and everything and so it's that's just a little like issue i have with the dc universe in general and and i'd like to hear you guys thoughts on it just they have very powerful characters like superman's their most powerful obviously how do you make a compelling story about him you know you do as Zack Snyder did. And I and I think Man of Steel did. I agree. I agree. But it's just like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm the only one that thought of that. Well, just, just, just a quick comment on that. I say like so many DC movies just completely destroy their world. Nothing any superhero movies ever done would have destroyed a world more than the blip. Like that's the no, most like, world destroying thing of all time. Like, and I'm not saying that as like a, Oh, fuck MCU. I'm just saying like, when we're thinking about stuff that like legitimately would destroy a world, like the blip would like, the world's over at that point. No, I, I agree. I'm just saying, like, when you're watching these ultra-powerful characters yeah. fighting, like Hawkman's taking on taking on a, a Black Fuck Adam. Fuck Hawkman. Like, he's, he, he's getting shit on, but, like, he's not, um, he's not, like, dying right in the split second. Like, I feel like 
they're just all so fucking powerful that it's kind of hard to yeah i don't know make it i i keep saying it but make a compelling story and i'm not sure if i'm saying it great but that's just my opinion on it and i still i still love the dc universe and i hope they figure it out but just okay, just my well, thought anyone who hasn't seen it go to the timestamps and jump ahead because we're gonna get into spoilers now so if you haven't seen this movie and you avoided every social media and you haven't seen spoilers go to the timestamp jump ahead whatever it says you've been warned george i'll kick it to you let's talk some spoilers there's just one like mad big it's not even big i don't even care it's the whole final sequence with the kid and the mom rallying up the the the, oh. the fucking the the civilians of condor to the fight these. To, yeah they're cha- it, it it is it was just one of the most corny put yeah. together sequences i've ever seen this one kid just stands on a fucking brick and just goes like this and all of a sudden they're taking on these demon zombies Zombie things. It, yeah. it just didn't it, it felt stupid it was stupid it felt stupid because it was stupid um and then do we want to get to the post credit scene yet or what uh, I mean, I just basically said it anyway. Yeah, you said. Yeah, it. I mean, we knew it was spoiled. Um, yeah, but it, I, if I'm Henry Cavill, and I said this in one of my TikTok videos, if I'm Henry Cavill, I'm telling Warner Brothers to fuck off. They've spent the better part of the last like six, seven years actively preventing this man from paying a character he loves and a character we all love seeing him play. Um, they need him significantly more than he needs them if i'm him i'm telling them to go fuck themselves and i'm never putting on that superman suit ever again i don't care how much people want it the only reason he got the post credit scene in black adam was so that they could spoil the fact that he was in black adam because they made a shitty movie um so that just really bugged me and then it's so it's so annoying seeing all of these like people like record their reactions to this in the theater like you knew it was there you fucking knew so, it was in the movie. Say stop, the name. Stop I love acting to it. You fucking so I knew love. It was there. I love soups. We're talking about soups. It doesn't matter. He's a good person. He's, he's a great guy. He, but yeah, like, he's a great guy. He reacts to things. There's a very funny tweet that's like, I I would whip popcorn at this guy if he were in my theater. Did, which is just did you hear the, the woman shouting at him like when he was doing it? No, that, there's no, like I the second woman goes like seriously. Like, yeah, that's, funny. that's funny. listen. I'm I'm cool with reacting to shit. I reacted like crazy when Thor when a uh, cat picked up Thor's hammer. I reacted like I clapped when uh, what's his name John Krasinski showed up in Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. I'm a clap. I clap. Whatever. I don't I'm with care. The, I'm with the theater. I'm never I'm, more than the theater. I'm with yeah, the theater. It's, it's a public. Yeah. Th- this is the thing, isn't yeah. it? It's public. But you knew it was in the movie. You yeah. knew it was there. You knew exactly when it was going to show up. You knew exactly how it was going to happen. I saw a million leaked videos before I saw this movie. Why are we reacting like this? It just feels so inauthentic. I mean, it's just it's just who he is, which is I will like, say- he, he 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 tweeted about it. He loves Superman, which is is fine. Again, it's it's totally cool. But again, he he also he he knew it happened. So. Yeah, I will I will say that the other video he posted like was quite funny. Was very yeah. funny. that was <laughs> funny. <laughs> that, 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 that one was funny. Yeah. Was just funny. just for anyone who doesn't know, we're talking about so soups, and he's just like the massive comic book movie. Everyone TikTok knows right. who we're talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about the, the videos at least. Uh, he. Yeah. He posted a video because, like, The Rock tweeted, said, like, enjoy the movie. So it's, like, him walking into the theater with his friends, like, linked arms, walking into Black Adam. Then after the movie, it was him just, like, passed out, all his friends carrying him out. I genuinely laughed. I was like, that's funny. That was funny. I agree. 
Um, there are there are a lot of things about this thing, man. Uh, the the post credit scene itself like did not make sense in the movie at all. Like at at, at all, um, they're they're buddies at the end of the th- this thing, um, and so it's just it like like it's a half assed. Hey, we got Henry Henry Cavill back. We need Superman. That's fine if you got him back, great. Um, but make it fit with the movie at least a little. Like Hawkman at the end is like, all right, we're cool. You know, um, spoiler alert, but we're in spoilers, so it doesn't matter. Dr. Fate sacrifices himself. The Hawkman hated Black Adam. They kind of found common ground in in Dr. Fate sacrificing himself, right? Um, and so they're pals at the end. And then, and then you know, Amanda Waller comes in and is like, oh, you got out of my prison. No, the Dr. Fate, who you fucking hired, broke him out of the prison. And then she, like, she, like, imprisons him to Kondok, and then Superman comes in and I, I put this in the news, um, but like they originally had a headless Superman like they did in Shazam. If you yes. guys remember that, that would have I think I think people would truly be done with the DCEU if they gave another headless Superman um, like they did. Oh, did, in, that, did that happen already? I didn't even know. Shazam. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. In Shazam, they have like yeah. they have like Superman walk up in the school because um, the whole time the characters like, oh, I'm friends with Superman, whatever they have the superman walk up but you don't see his head like so he's just like walking with a tray doesn't matter and then um you didn't watch peacemaker seth but the justice league shows up in peacemaker and they have jason momoa and uh, ezra miller um in it but then they have a silhouette of both wonder woman and superman so um you don't if actually did it again that would have been yeah if you did it again i think it would have been the nail on the coffin of people being like fuck yeah. this figure it out you know <laughs> um but yeah it's just it's a it's a lot of dumb things in this movie, and I don't know. I have a lot of points. I I can kick it to someone else, but if anyone has anything to say, I've got I've got nothing left. Anyway, you may as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, this movie didn't include anything massive for us to like spoil, you know? Yeah, yeah there's nothing fair. like. I mean, it, the big thing is Superman, and and he was spoiled before. Yeah, but there, he was spoiled uh, before. Doctor Fate, the death, and may I think this is, and I I. I really, really hate how how much we compare things to the MCU and everything gets brought back to the MCU, you know, because like they are two separate things. And I think you can like them both. And I think if you're a, one, a fan of just one and that's the reason you're not a fan of the other, you're a fucking idiot and you're a child. Um, but um, that's yeah, a t- that's a TikTok video right there. That's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> that's but that being that's said, I, I think I'm a little spoiled in the MCU and the fact that we've gotten multiple uh, movies with characters because now when like, you know, Dr. Fate sacrificed himself, it's like, I didn't care about this character enough, especially in a two hour movie, which I do think is a benefit, but you don't spend enough time with the Dr. Fate Pierce Brosnan character. Obviously um, he can become a different character. Anyone can wear the helmet, but, and also like Dr. Fate is such, so much more interesting of a character than like, say uh, like Dr. Strange. Cause you know, it's going to, the comparison's going to happen. Um, and I really, really liked him in this movie. It's just one of those things where, you know, I would have liked a Justice Society movie before rather than the classic Suicide Squad type entrance that they had where they're like, oh, we got Cyclone. She she uses wind, but she's also the smartest person in the world. What a fucking worthless power. Noah Centineo, who's horny again, but he also grows big. And Dr. Faye, who's... <laughs> has the helmet like shut up it, the the introductions for these characters man in these movies are so annoying uh and they're so just half-assed and even if you never mind i'm not even going to compare it to mcu oh, again I, I was just I gonna yeah. there was a guy I, I forgot to mention this the one the guy who had the worst dialogue in the whole film 
was the the like soldier guy at the start, the English guy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, my the one like, who was like he was the, like, the he's like, inner gang guy. Yeah, what was he saying? He's like the most like. Do you want to die like that, shit, like that all the time, yeah. over and over? He was so <laughs> bad. Like that, George. You know, what I said about separating dialogue and acting. That's both. Yeah, that's just yeah, bad of each. This movie just sucked. This movie sucked. Yeah. This movie yeah, sucked. I, I, I won't, I won't Why are you giving it a two point five then? We need to lower the rank. We... I'm lowering that shit. Going back I'll, on, like, I'll the... make a new graphic after lowering it because I might go down to <laughs> yeah, two revised. And a half. <laughs> we all. People were annoyed as, as it is. People I know, are, I know. I'm people like... are just people succumb to hype so fucking easily. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Going back to the, yeah. the script and the dialogue, I feel like this this script, the entire script, felt like what you write during like a storyboard session during the first draft. It feels like they made the first draft of the script. They're like, right here will be like a one liner, but we're just gonna write a quick cheesy one for filler right now. We're gonna come back and like polish it off before we actually make it but they just took that like a 10 year old initial pl- yeah like they just took yeah. that initial f- stupid script and just ran with it but one thing we haven't talked about enough that no one's talking about enough which again like seth said it's di- it's both the script and the acting but noah centineo sucked in this like his character no, no, so sucks no. no one's giving it like because everyone's horny for him no one's talking about it that he just sucked in oh, this movie. It's um, chronically unfunny like the script was terrible but he delivered them terribly like I, and they get, decided to give him all the product placements. They're like, "Hey, you want a KFC ad? Hey, you want a Lay's potato chip ad?" Like, I, it's such an old tired trope in movies of like, let's make the super jacked guy eat all unhealthy to be relatable to the public. Like, yeah. Oh, ha ha! This funny jacked, good-looking guy eats fried chicken. Like, how how quirky. Come, yeah. there was a reason I didn't know who this guy was. Yeah, no, I when mean, like, what is? Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's very much a young adult actor, um, and he. Like he's a good-looking guy. Don't get me wrong. Also, my cat. Yeah, he's he's stuck to acting. Yeah, I I I don't even. I think he's good at being a young adult actor, you know. But he's trying to get into these bigger roles now, and so we'll actually see. This movie isn't something I even think like you needed to do a good job acting in. You know, like you just just do better than that. Yeah, he's just he's just lazy, man. And he clearly didn't really care about the character as much. And that's another thing you can tell when these these actors like care about this character like give uh, the rock yeah he does a lot of things like the same but he he clearly at least cares about this character and he wanted to give it his all um and i don't think he's a bad actor i just think he does the same thing in every movie kind of like ryan reynolds um but yeah that's it yeah and another thing it doesn't fucking make sense man that he the reason he got so the reason he was imprisoned in this movie, if you haven't watched and you're just listening to the spoilers for fun, he's like he at the end after he's like, I'll say Shazam. And then he becomes uh, the small version of himself, whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's like, but you better not let me say it again. Why? Like you're you're gonna you're gonna say it this time. Just come back as Black Adam when to fight a villain and then go back to being um this other character i don't know if he was ever given a name honestly um maybe he was but like what do you mean you're not don't let me say it again like these powers aren't like taking you over it's not like a venom situation where like you can't control yourself it's just yeah it's one of that's another thing and then i'm so sorry again i i had a lot of things it's a comic book movie i have to this trailer leans so hard on him being a slave and there is none of that really in this movie. It leans so heavily on him being a slave. And then and then for most of the movie, you think it's his son. 
but in the trailer it spoils it that like my in the trailer it says my son sacrificed himself to make me so that's not a big reveal in this fucking movie and and i made a note i was like what happened to that entire storyline and then they used it as like hey this i'm not actually the son i'm not the real champion my son sacrificed himself and now i'm an angry or black adam it, like it just i don't know his son didn't have to sacrifice himself you're fucking black adam just save your dad uh, ah! are, are we are we done with uh black adam talk i'm, I'm done i'm done i'm done uh, all right well i like um, the movie <laughs> but before we move on let's just quickly uh so i gave it a 6.1 out of 10 for three stars cam 58 out of 103 seth it's gonna drop it's gonna drop and George, your, your revised rating. I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it at a generous two and a half out of five stars for now. Maybe upon a rewatch, if I ever rewatch it. Why would you rewatch? Yeah, that? but why would I? Yeah. All right. Well, that, well, that's fair. Well, Seth, I want to get into Banshees of Inisherin later because I feel like this just kind of seamlessly rolls into the comic book movie news, and we'll start with DC because we always start with Marvel. But just talked about Black Adam. Let's go ahead and talk about DC. So first up, Walter Hamada out as president of DC Films. Should The Rock take over? Who should take over? Definitely not The Rock. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was a, I think that was a meme, but I don't know who every, should take everyone's over. Saying, Walter Amata yeah, no. Every everyone's saying, "Oh, The Rock is changing the face of the DCEU." Like, bro, James Gunn's been doing it for the last two years. What the fuck mm. are you talking about? The Rock. And he's making good projects, and he's um, making very good projects. I also think it's so funny that the news dropped that he's out as the DC out of DC Films, uh, and then I don't know if it was coincidental, but like. All of the big DC news that came out this week happened after that. Mm, yeah, I don't know if that was coincidence or they were just a massive fuck you, but I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know, but apparently, I mean, I think this guy, I think he's just like probably most presidents of major companies, not a good person, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, he was he was like very instrumental in like the shit that was happening to like Ray Fisher on the original Justice League yeah. um, behind the scenes, like other than Joss Whedon being a piece of shit. I think he was also like just like hey sucks to suck you gotta live with it when yeah. when you don't um but he he started the dcu basically i think he's been in since man of steel and everyone's wanted a connected universe and he just keeps fucking it up so i'm glad he's out well and we we just touched on james gunn so he's reportedly directing an unknown project for the dceu um i think he should just direct a lot more and like james gunn like what if like like george kind of joked about it but what if James Gunn took over as like the guy for the DCU? I know it's a very different between directing a movie and constructing a universe. Because yeah, Walter Amada's out, but let, people like to jo joke about the MCU going downhill. Kevin Feige, whatever. But let's not act like that's one of like the hardest jobs ever to be able to con make this connected universe. Like I think Harry Potter did it very well, and then like now the MCU. So DC needs someone new to take over the point, man. It's not going to be James Gunn, but I would love to see that. So George, you want to see more James Gunn in the DCEU? I'd imagine. I would love to see more James Gunn, and it, it, it's, I'm very excited that they're very quickly moving forward with him in uh, another project. A lot of people are speculating that he's going to be the Man of Steel 2 director, which I for sure do not believe at all. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want more James Gunn. I need more James Gunn. I've said this time and time again. Peacemaker is one of the better seasons of superhero television we have. Um, it, it blows everything Marvel has done out of the water in Phase 4, TV show-wise. Um, and then the Suicide Squad being in, I think, all of our top three DCU projects, I think, um, and definitely in mine. Um, so give me more James Gunn. I think he handles his characters very well. I think he understands 
how to firmly balance comedy and drama and also give us brutality that we're looking for because the DCEU started off as being a very that was the biggest comparison between DC and Marvel that Marvel was very lighthearted DC was the brutal one and then you know that kind of got off the rails and James Gunn's the one that's kind of bringing it back so give me as much James Gunn as fucking possible is it is it not weird that like this is there, has there been another director that's worked with both Marvel MCU and DC or is this the only one no, this is the only camera one. muted. I don't I know mean, off the top of my head, but probably is all. I just thought I thought about that then. I was like, I, I mean, jo- Josh Whedon, technically. Yeah, Josh Whedon. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's that's one. Uh, um, speaking of Man of Steel 2, James Gunn probably not gonna be directing it. All I love James Gunn, I fucking love James Gunn, but I don't know if I ever really want him directing Man of Steel 2, honestly. But it's officially in development. I think we're this all well, I know George and I are super excited about this. Came but out. Did drop or did not? It did drop before the movie came out. I think it was Wednesday, right? When yeah. all these things came out. Great. Yep. Awesome. Shout out DC for that. Good good timing. Good timing. Yeah, that's, right. That's super not coincidental at all. Yeah. I, we, I'm excited. I think we all have it at a four and a half out of five. Yeah. I do. Great movie. I mean, but... it's, it's on my lower end of it. Like, I think I have it at 85 or 86, but really With good. Man of Steel 2 coming, though, they, they did also say Superman versus Black Adam. Them fighting is not what the end goal of the DCEU is. They want to take a long time to tell a story within the DCEU and connect everything and make it a broad and deep extended universe, which that just like makes me laugh because of course I don't, you're trying to do. I don't believe that. it at all. I don't believe that for a fucking second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is a rock quote, by the way. So this is just what he said, like during his press tour with the uh, Shazam. So. Honestly, does he know anything about what they want to do? Probably not, but maybe he does. Um, I, I mean, he's, he's so powerful at this point, though, like, and so rich and yeah, influential maybe. that he can kind of say shit like that, and then people will be like, well, fuck, now we're going to have to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Just, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it, I don't, I, I mean, yeah, it's just him saying one-liners like he does to try to jump up hype, but he's like, yeah, I want this long, deep yeah. culture of the DCU, but, like, you just fired your president and, like, have no clue what you're doing. Like, how can you say that that's your no, plan? No. How do you even have a plan? Firing the president, good. The title of this episode should be DCU EU sucks. <laughs> I mean, that's that'll be the thumbnail. I'll for sure be on the thumbnail. Yeah. Dude, gonna we're going to get like pissed. We're going to have yeah. pissed off half the DC fans. DC is a mess. No one's going to watch it. Yeah. It's just... Speaking of the people who, who suck in the DCEU, um, Ezra Miller is being considered to be replaced. He's been considered to be replaced for a long time, but George McKay. Or like, I, I think I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. He's got one of those like European names that I, I pronounce wrong all the time. It's like Mackie McKay. I don't know, but I love him, love him a lot. Like he's one of my favorite actors. Um, he's being considered to replace Ezra Miller. I, I think that would work. I think he would. I think that would work. But the Flash two scripts already been w- written. What would you guys think of George McKay, Mackie? Sorry, whatever it is, replacing Ezra Miller as Flash. Good. Any anyone can replace him. Yeah. Um, like. <laughs> anyone can replace them so. uh it doesn't it doesn't matter though man it's just like the fucking the fucking why how's the flash 2 script already written you haven't gotten the first one and i don't know it's just it's another one of those things like why i don't know it's inconsequential dc news that it doesn't matter yet and i hope it happens but it doesn't matter yet so all right. Well, we'll leave it there. Um, kind of exiting the DCEU. The Batman spinoff film. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Cam. 
No, I was going to say, I thought you were skipping over this. This is the important news. No, so, I, I'm, I'm a big try to make things flow. So I'm getting out of the DCU right, and now right. we're going to the Batman spinoff films and TV shows uh, in the works. We'll focus on villains, Scarecrow, Clayface, Professor Pie. The Batman universe gets me so bricked up. I think I mentioned it last week or the week before that. I, I'm not a huge comic book movie fan. I like them seeing the DCEU. I wouldn't say anything more than I like them, but the Batman universe, I don't know why. I, I fucking love it. Give me... TV shows, movies, I just love that Gotham, these characters, these stories. I might be in the minority there. I think George obviously loves it as well, but I, I love this. I'm excited to see where they go. A little worried, but I'm excited. I think, what, I think, think? Batman, Batman like, is the comic book place for people who don't love superhero movies. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, for me as well, like, I obviously don't really watch much superhero films at all, but the Batman universe is something that I will always watch. It's darker. It appeals to more audiences. I, I think that's pretty normal. I think like I would be exactly the same as you with that. Yeah, I agree. It's just better. You know, they they. I think the, the reason film, you like not. it. I think the reason you like it is because the Batman. It's only one film, and it's in in its universe as of now is is one of the best comic book movies of all time. You know, it's already up there. And if you don't think that, that's fine. But I I do, and I think a lot as of in the Batman. Yeah. yeah, the Batman, like this, the movie from 2022, I believe, yeah. is one of the best comic book movies of all time already. Um, it 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 gives us a lot of hope going into the Joker character with Barry Cogan, um, like with that little tease. I had so many had. Irish people shouting at me for that. You know, apparently, it's Keoghan. Keoghan. But then I searched it right, and then he says Keoghan, but then people are still shouting at me. So surely he would not pronounce his own name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I've Googled <laughs> it so many it times and it gives me a different answer every time. So I just, I've given up. Those Irish names fuck me over every time and they get so defensive because it's always that guy from about time. D-O-M-N-H-A-L-L. I'm like Dominal, Dominal. And they're like, it's it's Donal or something like that. I'm like, well, get rid of the three consonants in the middle of the name then. <laughs> and then you always ask me. And it's like, I'm getting <laughs> shot at it myself. But, you know what? You know the Banshees review? I had so many. Oh. Say you didn't say the place wrong. It's not even a real place. Why does it matter? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not even, it doesn't exist. Why does it matter? Said it wrong. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. I get them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else we want to talk about the Batman universe, George? I, I just echo everything Cam says, and and then everything you as well say. There's so much to explore in a Batman yeah. universe. Um, so to see it starting from scratch and starting from scratch in a really fucking awesome way with this movie. Um, I'm excited. It's hard not to be excited. Uh, I want. I know they're looking to explore Arkham Asylum, is where we'll see more Barry Keoghan, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> um, I'd love to see uh, you know separated projects focusing on origin stories of villains a little more. I think that's as much as I love the Dark Knight trilogy. I think that's something that Christopher Nolan lacked a little bit is origin stories of these characters. And I know the Joker's backstory in the Dark Knight is supposed to be, you know, ominous and left up for interpretation, but there's so many amazing Batman comics from the long Halloween to dark victory that really just dissect these uh, incredible villains. So if Matt Reed is going to do that, I'm fully set in stone to do it. Um, I'd love to see the court of owls come into play. I'd love to see a lot of dissection on Penguin and Arkham Asylum. So it's great news. It's fantastic news with the shitty DCEU, new, uh, DCEU news that we have right now. It's nice to see Matt Reeves actually taking care of a couple of beloved characters. I, I will say, I think with, 
with the Joker alone. The Joker's the only character I think this works for, but the less you know about him, the better but, character he I, is. I agree. I like, agree. Have you seen the uh, the Killing Joke? The yeah. Movie? It's it's not very good, but it it's really dive it really dives into into the Joker character, and I think that's like a flaw of it almost. It's like you know too much about this guy, and it's like I don't think that's the Joker. And I'm not a comic book reader. I so will say, yeah, the, the Killing Joke comic graphic novel is one of the best okay. Batman I, I graphic it. novels ever, and I will say that the the movie did not do it justice. Yeah, when yeah. when did this come out? Remotely, uh, the, wow, mo- the movie a couple years ago, yeah, I maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen this. It's no, animated. Oh, okay. That's why. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't watch animated. Yeah, it's animated. Well, moving off. Uh, you, the, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go. I was going to say, moving off the DC universe, but uh, well, just one thing. Like, when we kept talking about like mispronouncing names, what I think is funny is I feel like people's names that are celebrities or in pop culture are just what people call them. Like, it's just an unfortunate truth. Like, one thing that Cam might know about, but I know that you don't watch football, is like the best tight end of the league for the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey. Like that, I don't know if it was a joke or whatever, but he just said like two years ago, he's like, my name is actually not pronounced Kelsey, but everyone's been calling him that for like ten years. So it's just like it's just like when with actors with celebrities, I feel like it's like whoever the first person in the media pronounces your name, you're just mm. stuck with that. Like I'm sorry, like even if it's completely wrong, that's just the way it's gonna go. But now we're gonna get into Cam Walsh 27's favorite segment of the podcast, Marvel. Like it all. Marvel, Marvel, Marvel. First up, we got Adam Driver reportedly meeting with Marvel for an upcoming film in Fantastic Four. Don't know what what part of the casting is going to be there. If he's going to be, I don't know, Reed Richards, or if he's going to be a villain or whatever's going to happen there. I don't really dig this or hate this, but I want to hear you guys thoughts. George, you made a face. I don't, I don't like this at all. Um, yeah. I, 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 well, first off, I will admit that I, I am, I, I, I am not up to speed on like fantastic four comics as much as I am. Like this right here is like mostly DC comics. Um, I have read a good chunk of fantastic four graphic novels. I just don't think, Adam, and obviously he could prove me wrong, but I just don't, they, they are significantly better options. I have been pushing for Jason Sudeikis to be Reed Richards. I think he would fit the uh, comedic role that we know is coming into the MCU pretty well. He's not my first choice, but- You don't he, know that's coming. Good he, it's, shut up, Good it's, it, it's coming, it's coming. Reed Richards is gonna be cracking jokes left and right. Well, if um, they do, Jason Sudeikis would be good. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So if they're if they're going the classic MCU route, I think Jason Sudeikis is a good pick. But there's so many better choices, like uh, um, Rahul Kohli from Midnight Mass and Haunting of Bly Manor. I think he'd be a fantastic oh. casting. Um, Adam Driver, I just can't see him in this role. I can't see him playing like an incredibly intelligent man for some reason i think i just have kylo ren way too stuck in my brain to see him in a hero's role um so i don't know yeah uh, and seth you you said really seth which is shocking to me i think adam driver's just like an incredible actor i think he's a general. great like, so he's a i'm not gonna actor. say like i'm not gonna say this is a bad thing like getting good actors into the M- mcu or any any type of universe is not a bad thing at all um it, it is a little odd for fantastic four what he's not going to be he's not going to be johnny storm or the thing that's for sure he's going to be reed richards or he's going to be uh dr doom uh, dr doom thank you i would love that that i would love that's what i'd prefer more is that i would love and that's kind of what i where i think he is but i'd also you know i'm i'm okay if they go like an unnamed not unnamed but like a lesser known actor for these roles and just roll with them for 10 12 years how old is is uh adam driver 38 mid to late 30s 
Yeah, so he's probably late 30s, which that, is it, it, it's not too old, but it's like at 50, I'd say. He probably doesn't want to play these roles yeah, anymore. But uh, also, when the MCU started off, that's where they kind of thrived. Like, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. was a household name, but he wasn't being cast in anything because of his history yeah, with drugs a lot, yeah. or shit. So, like, by the time he came back to the MCU, everyone had forgotten about him. And then same thing, like, Chris Evans was essentially a no-name, as except for uh, playing Johnny Storm, which everyone obviously just didn't love him in. Same with Chris Hemsworth. Same with uh, Natalie, um, Natalie Portman. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Like, these weren't, like... A list actors and actors. I wouldn't say Scarlett Johansson was like she lived up the stage. Yeah, she was in a uh, few, but she was never this household. Like Adam Driver is a household name right now. Like him and Chalamet are like leading this like next generation of actors in Hollywood right now, and get new actors. Get that's why I think horror movies. We're we'll always talking about horror movies succeed the way they we do can talk because, about them as much as you want george yeah exactly <laughs> but they bring in these no-name actors and actresses and it makes things just feel more authentic did you guys see that bug no. <laughs> i thought you were just reacting to something but no, yeah. it was a <laughs> bug just harassed me <laughs> yeah uh, i got it with you though george i see what you're saying yeah and just briefly Thanks, like good. speaking of like horror movies and how like they often succeed smile is just continuing to crush it at the box office like it's just raking in money. Mental. <laughs> it's because it's good. You went and saw it, Seth. <laughs> yeah, because, because you're the it's a problem. horror. You're the you think problem. I wouldn't go and see so that's a horror? No. Like I'll go and see Pray for the Devil next week, but it'll be bad. Like it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be terrible. I don't know if I'm gonna see that. <laughs> really? It looks so. You bad. know, bro. You know you'll see that. Like you know you. Will. I know, but it just looks like if it, it gets good like... reviews, he'll see it. I feel like. <laughs> no, Maybe. that. I mean, like, well, smile, smile has we'll see, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll decide next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, next piece of news, Spider-Man four releasing July 12th, 2024. It's reported to be a direct sequel to daredevil born again. And it's supposed to be a very grounded movie with street level threats. And now I have the utmost faith in the Spider-Man movies. They've really given me no reason to think negatively of them, but I feel like this like almost could be, not receive that like i feel like as a marvel kind of like slapping pundits in the face because i feel like that's something so many people ask for superhero movies they're like man we just need like a spider-man film where he's just like fighting crime on the streets no big threats and like that would just be so awesome just like the comics and then i feel like when it comes to fruition the movie happens at that grounded level i just don't think it's going to translate as well as everyone hopes it will but also at the same time when they say this i just don't trust marvel i just think at the end of this or something like there's no way this is going to be two hours straight ground level threats that never connects some bigger ulterior thing i don't really trust it but but yeah let's hear cam what do you think this is sony first sony it's still in them but it's it's sony producers sony directors sony scripts just with mcu like hey throw this in and also i've seen a lot of things that are like um that are like we don't want daredevil in this show why does spider-man um always have to have an mcu character with him you want to know why it's in the contract that's why sony sony says hey you can have this character but we want one of your characters to appear in in the movie so that's why that's why they have iron man that's why they had uh who was in the second one uh nick fury and then that's why we have um uh, dr strange so there's your little history lesson is this confirmed july 12th 2024 right now yes I didn't see this. I thought it was yeah, a rumor. I mean, there's a hundred percent chance it gets pushed back. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't see, I didn't see this. So when it was in the rundown, I was like, Oh, cool. Um, I don't want John Watts to come back. I think he did 
good for his trilogy. Um, did really well for his trilogy, I should say. Um, but I'd like to see a new director. Just give your own trilogy. Obviously, we're going to get three more Spider-Man uh, movies because if not with Tom Holland, we're going to get them with someone else. So you might as well make it with Tom Holland, right? Um, but if you've seen No Way Home, which you have, um, <laughs> you'll know where he's at right now. And he is very, he's on his own, doesn't have any any money, any Aunt May, any, any love interest. So this is good. I, I'm excited for it. You know, don't know a whole lot, but we'll see how it, we'll see how it Can I just out. say, you know, we were speaking about George Mackey, McKay, whatever. Yeah. He looks like a Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He does. It's just because he, he got a generic white dude face. No, no, no. Yeah, he he's his, like, white he's and 20. Saying, and yeah, I think I, I think Cam looks like Spider Man too. No. <laughs> that was a little rude. Um, I could look uh, like Spider Man before he gets bit by the spider and doesn't have any. Cam, I, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? No, I think I think it's pretty obvious that Tom Holland is kind of tapped out of the Spider Man role right now. I don't think he's thinking about this long term. Yeah, um, what would oh. your thoughts of go Miles Morales? Exactly. That, that was yeah. exactly where my points are. What, what were your thoughts on whatever the next Spider Man movie would be? kill off tom holland spider-man but prior to killing him off having introduced a miles morales to take over his man who would you cut awesome uh i don't know off the top of my hand the, the guy from stranger yeah, things, Jay Jay from stranger things. Uh, uh, I, I don't know i there's a who's that who's that kid from um fucking like grown-ups too but he's grown up now um chris rock <laughs> he's grown up now I just but anyway, to, to the point of spider-man 4 i think this opens so many opportunities not be jeter <laughs> peter Parker, tom holland spider-man i think has taken a backseat in his last four movies he's appeared in um obviously toby and andrew appearing in no way home and game and infinity war he's nowhere near the main character and even in Far From Home, I think uh, Jake Gyllenhaal outshines him like fucking crazy. Um, so I think there's a lot of opportunity to just really dissect Tom Holland as a Peter Parker as opposed to a Spider-Man in this movie. Um, I don't want to see Ned. I don't want to see MJ in the next Spider-Man I'd be movie. fine with them, like, seeing them, not, like, making Seeing them, but I don't want the whole movie trying to be, like, Peter Parker, happen. like, reconstructing his life. I want to see yeah. him accept the fact New. that this happened and he needs to move on. And I think that potential opens a lot of doors for an emotional farewell to Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, my my worry is that they have uh, they have Into the Spider-Verse, Across the Spider-Verse, whatever the fourth movie's going to yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, or third movie, sorry. Um, I don't know if they'll do a live-action Miles Morales, but if, hell, bring it into that. Yeah, like, bring it into this world, you know, like after, after Across the Spider-Verse, make it all live-action. I don't know. That's the one thing. That's the one thing they have going for them right now. So milk that theories. as much as you can, Sony. I think it'd be really comical if they killed off Tom Holland, like you said, and had a Miles Morales replace him. But they did it in Spider-Man Four, where it's like Tom Holland, Superman, or Spider-Man has fought off all these otherworldly beings and crazy villains, but then just have like some thug that's robbing a Seven Eleven be the one to actually kill <laughs> Spider-Man. There's like Miles yeah. Morales taking over now. Yeah, um, it's fair. but yeah. Next piece of MCU news: Florence Pugh is rep reportedly getting paid eight figures to start in Thunderbolts and another upcoming MCU film. Eight, like, she's a great actress. Uh -huh. Good for her. Eight figures sounds so much... I mean, okay, it's a lot of fucking money, but it sounds a lot more so than it actually is. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a lot. Scar like Scarlett Johansson for Black Widow was paid $20 million, and that was after a long legal battle, a lot of lawsuits. 
So you know Marvel and Disney were not interested in trying to go down that road again and get get trapped again with an accusation. That's of only because it went to actresses. that's only because it went to streaming. Right, but still, it was bad. It was very bad. Like PR and like Scarlett Johansson was very disgruntled. Um, but Which, so yeah. basically, eight figures means she's probably getting twenty-ish million for two films, ten million a film. Based on salaries these days for these for movies, her. it's not that crazy. Like that's pretty. I mean, if expect. you're gonna pay, if you're gonna pay a young female actress that, you pay Florence Pugh that, don't you? Like, yeah, she is that good. So the only well, thing I'm is, also, she won't be I'm like the main be... star of these movies. Like, she's not gonna be like the lead. So, like, that's where I get yeah, to like eight no, figures is kind of no, crazy. No, that's not true. She she is gonna be. Oh, really? Yeah, she's leading the Thunderbolts. She's the main character, and oh. same with the next movie. That also, her name her name will attract people to come over to the MCU. Yeah. Well, then you know what? I'm dropping a new take. Eight figures isn't enough if she's leading two movies. Uh, has anyone made, has figures. anyone made more Eight like in the MCU? How much did like Robert Downey yeah, and Daniel Daniel made seventy five million for yeah. Endgame? I mean, but that's a, his, that's his, his he so, had like a very like, interesting lucrative contract that was different than everyone else's. So he's kind of an outlier. Didn't, uh, didn't Vin Diesel make like, like Vin Diesel make the shit ton for say, fucking I crazy? Yeah. Say the same thing. But that's uh, the thing. I mean, it's the MCU, so they makes they made a bill two billion dollars on Endgame. You think they're like, yeah, ten million isn't that much? You know, they'll make money. They're gonna make a. I bet Thunderbolts makes a billion dollars. So it's like, I bet they have written in their contract, you're gonna make this much, and then you'll make uh, uh whatever five percent of the box office. So it's gonna amount to a ton and like when i read this i was like holy shit eight figures and then i'm like 10 million for the mcu it's not it's not yeah i've kind of figured now i'm like yeah if they want to pay me 10 million i'd be cool with that i've also seen that like your first 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 movie actors and directors in the mcu don't make more than 600 or six figures um and then i've seen like afterwards you just to the moon so good for her who cares interesting it's fun speed so yeah, well, we'll wrap up Marvel talk there and transition into another Disney property. Talk about some Star Wars here. So this, so here, before I read this news, this is just what I picture on our Google Doc where we all collaboratively plan this. I picture uh, Cam writing or someone. I feel like someone wrote Darth Vader will appear in Andor. I feel like George, George went in and said common Disney L. I feel like George probably did both, all that, and then I Cam under it says. Then Cam under it goes, this is very much from an unconfirmed random Twitter account. So where where are we here, guys? Is this a thing? Is Darth Vader appearing in Andor? I have no idea. I, yeah, I saw, it's, it's I a, saw it's two or three tweets about it that looked official. Uh, so I, I hope fucking not. Bring, bring, put in Palpatine because that makes sense with the story. Don't bring in Darth Vader. That's where I'm at with it. Or just don't do either. Palpatine's, no, the story they're telling is so big within the Senate and stuff. Like Palpatine <laughs> would make sense. I guess it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's it's again. It's an unconfirmed Twitter source, so it could be just bullshit. Yeah, so we're also, like we're this also this running this through this. I was just gonna say that that George is uh, might have just got disbust disbust <laughs> once again, yeah. or well, yeah. what camps to come to? But yeah, I might have going off of Disney. <laughs> yeah, I bet you have. <laughs> Tim Burton made some controversial comments this week, saying Disney is a horrible big circus. Is this angry man yells at cloud? Does he have ground to stand on? Is this anything or just Martin Scorsese saying that comic book movies aren't cinema all over again? Yeah, but that's true though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean this is this, this is a this is a very acclaimed face for that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very acclaimed filmmaker basically just saying he doesn't like formulaic shit. Um so there'll always be dude, people dude made Dumbo, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the movie sucks. Uh. <laughs> he has he has made some great films though. That's, but yeah, yes. There's yeah. always good people like this. Yeah. With any superhero, with any franchise, they just 
milks things, there was going to be people like this who say exactly. stuff. So doesn't matter. It is what it is. Okay, well, transitioning into Seth and George's realm of the world with horror, Conjuring 4 is officially in the works. I know Cam's very excited for this, but George, Seth, how do you feel about the Conjuring series? I I don't know, George, I don't know how you feel about the first one. I really liked the first one. I give yeah. it a 4 out of 5. I, I think we can, like, lump, like, the Conjuring 4 and then the Saw 10 used together because I have the exact same oh, yeah. thoughts. Yeah. I love the first Conjuring. I've had a four and a half out of five stars. Four I, think it's, I think it is one of the most influential supernatural horror films it's out there. It's scary as well. It's I'll fucking frightening. Yeah. Same thing with Saw. I love the first one. I have it a four I, and a half out of five star. I, I think it is incredibly influential in the torture porn genre. And it, it's they're, they're both incredible movies. Could not care less about any movie that came after it, you know, I, like two or I, three of the. I the, didn't mind Conjuring Three, but I, I have, love it. I have seen Conjuring, all the Conjuring. Oh, sorry, Conjuring. Fun fact. Oh, you've seen them? Wow, I've really? All of them. All the Conjuring's, the Nun. I've seen. Uh, what else is connected to it? I think I've seen the Annabelles. Annabelles. Um, My thing with know. Saw is like the first Saw movie is like a movie with genuinely compelling characters, a compelling plot that I enjoyed Good watching. Twist. That included torture porn. It was a movie with torture porn. Every Saw some... movie, yeah, every Saw movie after that has felt like torture porn with a movie or which is mm-hmm. with characters. Like they focused way too much on, you know, the 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 frightening aspect of watching someone work. cut their hand off, and it just didn't work because, yeah. like, yeah, I love gore, I love scares, but like. I just didn't care about why anything was happening in any of the movies. I thought Spiral was not terrible, believe it or not. I didn't think it was horrific. I, don't think I know it. I know it gets a bad rap. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says it what is. Did I you, think it, what did you give it? Probably, I think a three out of five stars. Okay, I think like two or two point five. I don't think it was terrible. I think I it's like the latest Hellraiser. It's not a good movie, but I can respect the fact that they tried to bring new life to this basically worn out franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then The Conjuring. I don't know. I, I haven't loved anything as much as Conjuring. Do you not like uh, Conjuring Two? I don't, I did, I, I don't I, think Conjuring it's... Two was too like. I think it was kind of dull. I, I give it like a three. I thought it was okay, but a lot I gave of it a three and a half. I, think I it... didn't. Did you see the third one? Yeah, you have seen the third yeah. one. What did you yeah. think? Of? I thought uh, it was terrible. I, I have that low, but like I have it like two, a two. two maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I have like I have 81, 72, 63 actually. So not. I mean that's a three, but not like... really for the third one. I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah, so I, four, three and a half, three. I, I mean, I think they're, I think they're better than a lot of like shitty horror movies that I've seen. They're better than like The Nun or like Texas Chainsaw oh, yeah. from this year, or like some other shitty horror movies that I've seen. You know, so I, I think I, if I, it depends. Like the first one, really good. Second one, I didn't love, but it was okay. Third one, mm-hmm. like, but I'm not really that bothered. I'll probably I'll watch it, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. Is, is James Wan directing it again? I would hope. I don't know. Actually. I think it's in it's in very early development, so it's just Vera Formiga and Patrick yeah. Wilson. Vera Formiga, she's a girl. she's great. Really she's like so her. great. She's yeah. really good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'll watch it, but I'm not holding too much expectations due to how money, 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 money. Well, it's, it's horror. We speak. I'm, we speak about this every episode. Horror franchises. You don't have to do much. They're now. gonna make three thousand percent of their profits. Yeah. yeah so easily. good for them. <laughs> Quickly on the Saw movies, I, I ran through that whole franchise up to like Saw 6 or 7 or so about probably a decade so many. ago. And, and totally agree with everything George said. Like the first one's super great, intriguing, and then it just becomes way too much torture porn. But there was just that, like the villain was intriguing enough and there was a whole like operation. Like it's been a long time since I've seen these fucking movies. 
But there was like enough of that there in each one that just like kept me hanging on. And it was just like slowly every movie that came out after just less and less. I was like, I'm out. By the time I was at Saw 6, I'm like, I'm just not even enjoying this. But Did you guys see Jigsaw? I did not. I've only seen Saw and Spiral. Okay, Jigsaw was pretty bad as well, to be honest. Yeah. I, I had hopes for Spiral. I thought it was going to be like another one, of like a, like almost like a new Scream or a new, uh, what else was this year? Maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking of Ghostbuster Afterlife, but like those aren't bad movies. Um, no, Ghostbuster Afterlife is ass. No, it's not that bad. Continuing to chug along, Tilda Swinton no longer attached to the Adam McKay Parasite series, which I didn't even know was happening. Like, I, yeah, yeah. What? That, Why is this being made? Not... Because uh, Americans because, like uh, yeah, Americans, yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah it's, it's, it's uh subtitle yeah. hard yeah it's the old boy remake all over again yeah oh but that that being said i've i said this the other day adam mckay is my favorite director i'm is not gonna really? yeah i said i'm not saying he's the best he, he no. is my favorite director so know. just for like just the fact that i fucking love the big six stepbrothers um uh the big other short. guys in anchorman like I, I love all of those movies the big shorts sorry thank you oh yes. um, big short. big really the big shorts incredible uh uh anchorman and the other guys have four and a half and then Step Brothers is my favorite you have anchorman of four and a half yeah i think I like george you you love adam mckay too right like you you hold him very high regards i like adam mckay a lot i think his early I, I like work is incredible i even think his dive into into drama or satirical mm-hmm. drama is is incredible I like Vice, and I don't. I don't hate. Um, I don't look up. I don't think it's amazing, but I don't hate it. So I, I like him a lot. But we should mention though, this isn't just an McKay project. Bon Joon Ho is also working on this, like which is which is good. That's so helpful. that's why it scared me when I saw Adam McKay. But then it, Bon Joon Ho is also on it. But I don't know. I, I find it a bit weird that they're making this. To be honest, I, I mean, know. so I don't know. Was Bong Joon Ho attached to the Snowpiercer TV series? Because maybe that's just something he he likes no. doing. No. no. Okay. Which I've heard good Did things you watch, about that. I didn't like. I I watched one episode of that. I didn't really. I never watched the series. Yeah. I watched good movie. Very good, good movie. Good movie. Oh, Great film. Is very good. Great really, movie. Good. really good movie. All right. Um. Next piece of movie news: The Equalizer Three has begun filming. Skip. Yeah. Listen, I'm just reading reading the. Paper, I know that's my. I, I almost put, I almost put a sub note. Skip. <laughs> I was like. Well, then we won't harp on it too long. Warner Bros. Yeah, releasing the entire Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and NFTs. I thought, like, aren't, aren't we done with NFTs? I, just... I thought so. Apparently not. Dude, this is another thing that's like, who cares? <laughs> I think I think <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to make a lot of money. There's going to be people that pay way too much for these. Let just, me say why? This. So much. Say this. There's going to be people that pay so much for this. Let me say this. If you're a listener to this podcast and you pay more than... I'd $0. say a hundred. I'd say a hundred, but if you pay more than five hundred, I'll be nice. He, no, Fuck people you. will pay thousands. People will pay thousands. I know. That's why I'm going. I'm going five hundred as like a low number. Fuck I think. You. I think a thousand is a low number for Do how much people buy. are actually yeah. going to pay for this. Do yeah. not buy this. Cam, NFT. you have, you have like how many three board ape yacht club NFTs? Oh, at least, man. Okay. God. <laughs> Fucking joke. Speaking of literally dumb money. Craig Gillespie, Craig Gillespie's next movie titled Dumb Money, which is following the chaos that happened from GameStop stock rising because of Reddit, Wall Street bets. Coming out... Have we talked about this, George? No, I, I just saw that it was in the rundown, but I, this news came out like a couple of months ago. 
So the the this all this is is the casting. Like there's been right. a lot of I, yeah, and I was gonna yeah. read through it because the casting, the entire cast, it's big, it's it's pretty freaking huge. Paul Dano, yeah. Shailene Woodley, Seth Rogen, Vincent D'Onofrio, Dame DeHaan, Sebastian Stan, Pete Davidson, America Ferrera, Mahala Harold. Probably pronounce that wrong, but that's that's a stacked lineup. This is one of those movies that we talk about almost every week, where it's like, why is this being made? But with that cast and with honestly just how crazy that was societally like i was not super following it but i was like kind of from my a buddies had a I, lot of money and my a couple really? of my friends had a lot of money on gamestop man they were like do they make a lot of, of money on it uh they got so the all the news started coming out about it you know when when like it was kind of towards its peak yeah. um so they didn't make a ton but they made some i mean not like but you had to be like actually on the reddit to like get in right. when it was like sense and then and then since then i'm pretty sure their reddit just been like just completely failing like over and over like expecting yeah, the next street. thing well because after bet. after gamestop it was amc was the next big one which mm-hmm. actually did like boom but like mm-hmm. six months later which is for people that are like the new stock traders that were influenced by reddit six months is like a lifetime so like after a week they're like this is losing money fuck this but yeah yeah very very weird times during covid and stock markets and that's fun to follow, but it looks like this is yep. clearly going to be a more comedic take on things. I mean, with the cast, um, I think cool. it'll be great though. I, if it's I, something I, like the big short, awesome. Great. Totally. A comedic take on that. Like, but it, it won't be, but it won't be. yeah. You can just, yeah, we're done. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So the next two pieces, I don't know if we want to talk about this, the Angelina Jolie to play Murray Akaias in a bi- biopic directed by Pablo Lorraine. It's going to tell the tumultuous, beautiful, and tragic story of the life of the world's greatest opera singer relived and reimagined during her final days in 1970s in Paris. So sick of biopics, man. I'm a big opera guy. No, you're not. Really? There's no, no way. No. I, <laughs> I didn't buy that for a second. Yeah. I did. It, was, it wasn't <laughs> worth even trying, no. I, I, I got no clue. It. <laughs> I didn't it, know. No. Reading that description, it sounds like something I could see Angelina Jolie playing that role, so I don't mm-hmm. think it's like I could, I could picture her in that role. She's a good actress. I mean, not great, but good. Oh, it'll be like four hours long. Though. You think she's great? What's she great in? Really? What do you mean? Wanted? She's an Oscar winner. Yeah, but Oscars. It's been, a, it's been a long while since I've she's been seen, able to flex seen, those acting uh, muscles, though. So, man. Man. to be honest, with George, you. we know the Oscars doesn't mean that. I mean, yeah, but like, come on, let's not act like. Okay, okay. How about this? How about this? She's not great anymore. She's oh, good. Fair. That's fair. She's good. Yeah. Hey, what, what did she win an Oscar for? Uh, uh, God, girl interrupted. Never oh, seen that. In right. fairness, I, have, I haven't movie. seen. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's that is a good movie. She I won. Mean, she won for supporting actress. She's kind low key, kind of an action actor now. Yeah. Have you noticed that? What was the last movie she was in? Uh, um, Eternals are those who wish. Oh no, yeah, definitely Eternals. Eternals. But did you guys watch those who wish me dead? Yes. You know, that was like one of my most anticipated movies of my lifetime because it was uh, Taylor Sheridan again, who I fucking love i've um, still not seen um what's it called hello high water is it Oof. so good man i still haven't sicario, seen sicario hell high water wind river best yes. trilogy i didn't love sicario that's <laughs> not like it but wind river is amazing all so, five out of fives all where uh, <laughs> sicario and wind river five out of five, you high give water, sicario five. five. yes oh what with what? Heller High Waters? Where you hit? Really? really well, Heller High Waters clearly the worst of the three, but I could see four. No, and a half five, so. I, think <laughs> I think it's. We're bad. not even going to debate that because it's just simply not a debate. Moving on to the next piece of news, 
Vicky Cripes and Dacre Montgomery cast him went up the hill. And this, this honestly sounds like intriguing to me, at least a ghost story that follows Jack as he attends his, his attends her strange mother's funeral and meets her grieving widow, Jill. His mother's ghost then begins to inhabit both Jack and Jill. I want more Dacre Montgomery in my life. I saw him. He was an Elvis for like 10 minutes. I was like, Oh cool. Dacre Montgomery. But I, I'm a big fan of him. Um, any, anyone got any thoughts on this one? I think Dacre Montgomery is very quickly being typecast. Wait, who is, who is he in Stranger like Things? He's Stranger Things guy. Uh, he's Billy, right? Billy, oh. yeah. Billy. He's, also, he's also in Power Rangers, the reboot from 2016, <laughs> which is not that bad. But, <laughs> but he's probably in a lot of other things. Honestly, after after seeing uh, Black Adam, I could have seen Dacre Montgomery as Adam Smasher. Oh, yeah. Because like, he could bad. pull off. He could kind of pull off like that bad boy comedic timing, but he just won't suck. Was he an Elvis? Yeah. When? He had long hair and Elvis. Yeah, he was he like was, a the person the, the who like yeah. When, yeah. when Elvis is sitting on the Hollywood sign. Oh, I think I missed that completely. Then I don't Exa- remember. Well, that's exactly like it's one of those things that you're watching Elvis. You're like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. You guys fuck with Elvis music. The music. Nah. Just yeah. Elvis music in general. I've been listening to Elvis music like crazy. I, I, I love Elvis. Really. Like to the point where he might be my number one artist of this year on Spotify. Not gonna lie, that was one of the most. Seth only likes music if it's in black and white. <laughs> that was what a good that time. Mean? That was a great time. That's the point. <laughs> George, that was one of the that was one of the hardest lines, like toughest lines I've ever heard dropped in this podcast. Like y'all fuck with Elvis music. I was like, damn, George just went bad boy on us real quick. My bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, uh, last piece of movie news: Park Chan Wook wants to tackle a James Bond movie. Sweet. Why not? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Just like, it. is it going to be great? Maybe. Yes. Yeah, is probably. Actually, has he got like more releases around you? Yeah. It's not, not near me yet. No. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not going to lie. It'll probably be a streaming watch. For I'm, me I'm sorry. Point. Like, it is shameful that films like Banshee's Decision to Leave. Yeah. Get it's so many. Well, no, Banshee's Black hasn't Adam, come out yet. Every two hours. Banshee's every. hasn't come out here yet. It's, yes, it's it no, no, but it will. It will get. It came out the twenty first last Thursday. Oh, I thought the twenty eighth was, was the no, I United States release. No, 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 it, it, it does come out. It's come out some this week for US. I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That but was it'll not still get. Yeah, I'll get. It'll get a limit. Still a fairly limited release. Hundred percent. Right, right. Yeah. Like I mean, it just will. Just it's it's a part of their budget, unfortunately. Oh no, it's it's out. I can go see it. It's near yeah, me. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? No, no, no. Thursday. This is Thursday, November. Wait. November I'm seeing 30th. October twenty first yeah, yeah. in the United States. I can't I can't find showtimes until the third. Exclusively in select Julius. theaters October twenty first. They'll do like so, a little release first. Yeah, yeah, they'll do a minor release and yeah. then so November third looks long. like the big release. I might drive an hour and a half after work tomorrow to watch Decision to Bro, Leave. It's great. It's amazing. I want to see it so badly. It might be a streaming watch for me, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm unfortunately probably in the same boat. The only place I could go is like Scottsdale, which is like an hour or hour and a half away from me. But uh let's get into some trailers quickly. Creed 3, I feel like we talked about Creed a lot. Do we want to dive into this? Any more trailers on this? I just want to say Mark. one thing. Go ahead. It, isn't it interesting that Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut is going to be the third movie in a trilogy? Yeah. It's, I think it's because it's I don't I don't know how great of a director he is. We don't know yet. But I think it's something he knows and something he cares about. That's fair. I think that's what it is. It's but just also, kind of it, the, him coming in to direct a movie for the first time being a third in a trilogy kind of sounds like they wanted to stop this trilogy or this series after two movies hmm. and michael b george is like well i'll do it why not is he a producer in it as well 
Yeah, I have no idea. I think so. Yeah, I think okay. so. It's an easy cop out uh, for his directorial debut because I mean, if it if it isn't great, we can just be like, well, it's the third Creed movie, which is really like the twelfth Rocky movie. So what yeah. I mean, do you expect? I expect to be really, good. The trailer was good. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, Johnny Hunt Majors well, looks so. like. A I feel like you guys are kind of writing this off as if like. I'm not writing it off. I'm not writing it off. I, 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 I love think Creed. it's very interesting. Yeah, I think Creed one and two are both in my top ten sports movies of all time. I haven't even seen it. They're both four out, four and a half out of fives for me. Uh, I like the first like, one. Lo- one's a low nineties. One's like high eighties. But low nineties, uh, really? Yeah, Creed one, dude. Creed I think one Creed one is, is almost fact, as good I, as I have the Creed original Rocky. Is, yeah, I would agree with that. Better than the original Rocky. Almost as good. as good. Yeah, I would agree with that. Rocky, I have is the best sports movie of all time, but. Overraging Bull. Overraging Bull, bro. Um, where do I have that's Raging disgusting. Bull? There's no way. Ra- Raging Bull like, is so clear of any sports movie. Yeah, it's not even. That's yeah, not so even. I have uh, I have Rocky at a 96 and Raging Bull at a 94. What about Warrior? I think Warrior is like top 90. Two. I think. I mean, like, you know what, George? When... You don't like Warrior? No, I, I, I'm. I'm no, he's not a my score. Having not Rocky my above oh, Raging Bull. Uh, yep. Yep. I do. That's fine. But that being said, this movie looks fucking awesome. This is the only trailer I thought we'd like kind of talk about because it, like the trailer was so damn good. Jonathan Majors, I will. Jonathan Majors, you come on this pod, I'll kiss you, man. You're fucking. <laughs> that dude's jacked. Just fuck. Did you see my tweet about me taking my shirt off yes, and looking like yes, him? That's a, good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I follow real talk podcast. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was a personal tweet. Was it? Yeah. yeah, I put it on my I, like, I don't think they would know who it was if I just tweeted. They were. Everyone knows who runs the Twitter. I think yeah, people know who runs Twitter. Yeah. Just looks good, man. Looks really good. But I no, I, I'm super excited for Creed. I just feel like we've I just feel like we've kind of touched on it, at least in quite a few podcasts. It's the only yeah. reason I kind of breezed That's over fine. it. Definitely not because I'm uh uninterested at all. But did any of you get a chance to watch the a man called Otto trailer with Tom Hanks? Yeah. yeah. Tom Hanks, old white guy. So I and handshake emoji. I don't care about this trailer. The only reason I, I put it in the rundown because I saw the funniest comment on a uh, on a TikTok video of someone reacting to the trailer. And then some guy comments, I'd let Daddy Hanks yell at me any day of the week. <laughs> and I just thought that was the funniest guy. That's awesome. Just quickly, so I, the, the summary of this film, for those of you who haven't seen the trailer, I thought the trailer looked intriguing, it looked charming, but it's a, it's a grumpy widower whose only joy in life comes from criticizing and judging his exasperated neighbors, meets his match when a lively young family moves in next door, leading to an unexpected friendship that will turn his world upside down. This sounds just like classic old Tom Hanks type. Yeah, I think it would be shit. Well, you think it'll be shit? well, you're yeah. Mister. He's not a top fifty actor, so I feel like you're a little biased. No, not Tom Hanks. You got Wait, that. Bro, off. can yeah, you? Yeah, you got that. Well, off. By the way, yeah, because it was that? Harrison Ford. It was oh, Harrison shit. Ford. <laughs> my bad. Because yeah. yeah. everyone was like, everyone was coming on my like, how can you say Tom? Bro, yeah, Tom Hanks. It was Harrison Ford. <laughs> Let's calm down here. My that bad. was a funny. That was a funny edit error. That's no. I don't know. Just sounds. I don't think. I don't know if it'd be shit. Just sounds like something I've seen a few times. It's gonna be at like. It's gonna be like. It's best. It's best possibility is like a low four. No, not even a low three point five. Low four and a half. I'd say like. There's no way. Yeah, like an eighty-five. I think that's its best possibility. That's what I'm saying. Like it's peak. Yeah, our four and a half. This is what I'm saying. I don't hold as many four and a halves as high because, like, an 85, I'd say, is like a B plus movie. You know, well, I'd give average movie. Most of your four and a halves, like me and George, probably give a four. I'm assuming. Yeah, I I don't go like 
Because realistically, anything above a 91 should be a five stars. Anything from an 81 to a 90 is a four and a half. And I just, I don't necessarily. So I, yeah, fuck. so I do 85 to 90. I, yeah. I just can't be bothered to work that. No, yeah. Five star supremacy is way easier. Five star supremacy all day. Nope. Five star supremacy. Five star supremacy. Poopy talk, go. Fuck you, Adrian. So next up, we'll talk quickly about. The Christmas Story Christmas, just simply because I, I love this movie as a kid growing up, but Christmas Story Christmas is coming back, I guess. Follows Ralphie, now an adult, who returns to the house on Cleveland Street to wreak havoc and terror on kids ahead of Christmas Day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was a Grinch joke. It's, it's going to be actual, legit reboot. He's coming back to give his kids, give kids on the street a magical Christmas like the one he had as a child, reconnecting with childhood friends and reconciling the passing of his old man. I don't think this would be great, but I loved this movie as a kid in terms of I could never sleep for Christmas when I was like a young kid, but this was one of those movies that's just on 24 hours on that whatever channel that was on. So I would just watch this movie like four or five times every I single. That. I like yeah. your first, I want to see your first synopsis first. That, 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 <laughs> that movie stuff where like Ralphie grows up to be like a depressed guy working at nine to five in a cute girl. His it wouldn't wife, surprise me. His wife yeah, left him. He comes back home to literally become like the Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, who cares man i don't care about this movie after yeah. home sweet home alone i don't give a fuck oh my god have you watched that of course yeah. i watched, watched what was, what, surely you rated that like oh. half a star okay fine i'm i refuse i think i'm at one i refuse yeah, that's, it. that's a mad generous one star cam 22 well, out of 100 <laughs> not good <laughs> We'll keep chugging along. I'm sorry, Cam, South Georgia. This is gonna. We'll try and keep pick up the pace here. But every single freaking episode, we start it by saying, "Oh, I this don't. Is gonna be so short. I don't think this is gonna be that long this week." <laughs> yeah, we're already at what two hours. Now. You know what? Uh, we're under. We only got an hour fifty, so we'll probably we end up right no, around where last week's was. But still, anyways, right. we have had no negative comments about how long it's been. We've had positive. Comments. Oh, I, I'm not apologizing to the fans. The fans are probably like, "Please long, go longer." Yeah. But I'm just more like <laughs> you guys, especially Cam. I know last week uh, you got kind of yelled at, like, "Get off the podcast already." Yeah, um, it was just late last week. What do we have? We we have Seth doing Banshee and then the draft, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well no. I'll, I'll get my well, hot take. We have one one more trailer. Well, oh, right. My fault. Diary Sorry. of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules. I didn't know they were still making these after that, you know, one yeah. actor, you know, life they're in prison. They're animated now. Um, oh, they are? Probably a yeah, smart movie. Yeah, they're animated in the style of the books. Did anyone read the books as a kid? I loved the books. Loved them as them a kid. The I think I read the first two only. I, I don't am, know how many. I, I read it so, over and over again. I am so tired of the goddamn Diary of a Wimpy Kid fan base on movies. <laughs> there were like three in my bottom 100 movies of all time. Shut up. <laughs> Piss off. The animated reboots not wait enough. i don't think that they're that bad which ones did you have in the i mean like the fucking dog days and then like i, I let me they're not that bad they're not like no i mean they're I bad know, they're man. bad Come I, on. I don't they're know not, they they're, okay they're bad but i don't like they're bad but movies all right so Maybe. the the um the dog days like the new reboot is, no the long haul is the new reboot but dog days is that bad and so is the long haul but the uh, new, new, um, oh, okay. the new animated one is the best one. Wait, Dog Days? Yes, dude. They made three. I, I didn't I'll know give, that. I gave Dog Days a two. They made too many. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> well, fact, you, I thought all yours would be <laughs> half It's technically one. Technically one star. Hmm. Um, it doesn't we, matter. We'll <laughs> end trailer talk there. 
Um, <laughs> I again, I had no clue they were even animated movies. The only news I've ever heard of the Diary of Wimpy Kids series is just about the, you know, that actor who, yeah. Um, Disney Plus animated. Sounds so. Is it gonna be a Disney Plus release? Then I imagine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay, Plus. gotcha. Perfect. All right. Do we before... know a release date on? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I I don't have one. I can't be a first day. No. <laughs> okay. I, I want to watch it. It's animated. That's actually you're, one of my favorite things we've learned this episode of the podcast that Seth is like a Diary of a Wimpy Kid fan. No, okay, Wait. let's let's be let's let's be real. <laughs> no, not, don't me. don't backtrack right, on calling me. it. We're officially... the, books, the books, 100 percent They they were like my child. I used to read them over and over again. Loaded diaper. Oh, they were incredible. <laughs> okay. Pure but, but, comedic genius. So yeah, like George kind of wimpy wimpy watch we're calling it. Hashtag wimpy watch. We're waiting for this new one. <laughs> we're getting off the rails here. Like George foreshadow. We just have a couple things left, but before we get into the final stuff, I want, I want Seth to quickly talk about Banshees of Anishirin. Please spoiler free, because I know I'm at least very excited for it. George is so very excited for it. Not, yeah, I wouldn't spoil it anyway. I, so I put on my TikTok and I start, this is my number one film this year. And like, I think it's important to realize that, that this just had an impact on, you know, when you like watch a film in the theater, cinema, whatever, and you walk out and you're like, yeah, that was just, you loved every moment of it. This was this for me. Like it's, so the first act is just, you know, hilarious. Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson are just so funny. Barry Keoghan, Keoghan's character is, he plays, he plays a similar character that he does in The Green Knight, for example. It's like annoying guy who just is, is comically funny in the way that he talks and the way he delivers lines. The dialogue is perfect. The setting is just amazing. The way that it's shot is simplified uh, regarding, obviously, friendship. It's deceptively simple. You know, the, the actual plot is really simple, but there's so many layers to it, which provides so many, you know, I'm going to see it again this week. Like, I haven't done that in so long. I'm going to see it again with my mom this week because I just want to watch it again. Um, there's there's sad moments, heartbreak, heartbreaking moments, and it just is one of those films that kind of captures the essence of, of community and, and, you know, it feels like a real place. Every character feels interesting. Every character has their own story. You kind of, you can compare people you've met in real life to, to, to different characters across the board. Um, and it really like surprised me with how layered it was. Like I know a lot of you, we've all seen it in Bruges here, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. So oh, that, yeah, like, in Bruges, yeah, I've seen, sorry. I, I rated this higher than in Bruges. Like it, yeah. it just had so much layers in regards to, 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 to friendship um to trust i just it, it just had an impact on me from the laughs the sad moments the dialogue everything was fantastic it is my number one film this year i don't think it'll be the same for a lot of you it's one of those films that i feel like i just had kind of had that connection with um and i just just loved it was my favorite cinema experience in a, in a long time um but i think i think all of you will probably enjoy it as well if you enjoyed in bruges you're gonna like this same cast same funny moments with the the dark layers in the middle yeah, it was fantastic. I gave it a five out of five. So it was like really good. Really every, good. Every, every movie talk creator uh, that I respect has liked it. I haven't seen one negative review about this movie from any boy not TikTok, mm -hmm. really. It's yeah. sitting at like a, a four. It's got like an 8.3 IMDb, uh, 4.2 letterbox. The reviews are really good. And yeah. it's yeah. It, it, the best thing about it is it's just it's such a simple premise that is deceptively simple and there's so much that you can actually go into and so many layers and stuff. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I won't go on about it too much, but it was fantastic. If you can watch it, I definitely recommend it. I'm looking forward to seeing all you guys watching and hear your thoughts on it as well. Cause I think, yeah, I think you'll really like it. Definitely for sure. Anyway. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. Uh, Cam, George, do either of you go to movies often with your, your family or 
whether when you're growing up in the house or nowadays, do you go with like your mom, dad, anything like that ever? I saw Black Adam with my mom and dad. I went to Black Adam <laughs> with my mom. Yeah. Shout out, shout out mom your mom. I love you. <laughs> that film. Yeah. No, my mom yeah. loves like comedy. I will say my mom was laughing at some of the jokes really hard. My mom was loving it. Wait, wait, it was your mom who sat behind me the whole time. I was like, crying. <laughs> do you have, do you have like, family like comic book movies then? Yeah, my mom loves them. I, yeah. I go to. I used to go to all the releases with her. I my my mom that. hates them more than I do. So if I took her, she would have fucking despised it. Really? Like, <laughs> yeah, like despise. She's the sort of person who like. She's one of those like you know how you think I watch black and white films and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like that. This is where yeah. I get it from. That's yeah, my dad. My dad doesn't care, uh, but my mom really likes them. That's just one of the most wholesome storylines every week is just like Seth and like his mom and their relationship with movies. Like I'm always like, that's just so wholesome for me. I never watch. It's, movies, it's the same with my dad as well. Like that, that's, that's, that's awesome. Recently, and we watched um, 71, which George loves. Obviously he's gone. Like, I, I watch films with my mom and dad all the time. Like I introduced her to Whiplash a few months ago. She said it was flawless. So that's awesome. That's, yeah. That's, correct. That's good, yeah. For me, yeah, I, 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 I really enjoy watching films with my mom and dad. I haven't. Great. I haven't lived within like driving distance of my family in eight years now. So yeah, I'm not, I don't really, are your, where are your yeah. family? Like, like uh, they're located in Minnesota and I haven't lived in Minnesota for what's the exact address. <laughs> <laughs> Seth's going to come over from across the pond, but yeah, but yeah, so I, I I'm not going to Minnesota. If I'm going to the U S that's no, yeah, dude. Yeah. You can skip over Minnesota for New Americans. Minnesota somewhere you should check out, but if you're coming from a different country, it's not somewhere you need to, pass by um so before we get into our, our draft um i want to just go over my hot take we kind of made a thing i don't know how long this will go on because we can only have so many oh, yeah. hot takes so first cam hit us with moana's soundtrack being better than everything hans zimmer has made as well as moana in general being a better film than a lot of ones wow. that everyone considers to be amazing um mm -hmm. then seth hit us with harrison ford not tom hanks is not a top not 50 tom. actor <laughs> not tom hanks so now it's my turn I'm and like again, I feel like the thing with hot takes is when we come out with one, we're not like expecting people to even think it's that hot of a take. So maybe I'm alone, or maybe I'm not alone here. But to me, I think comedies are the worst genre of movie. Like, nothing makes me less excited. Like, if you're telling me, like, a listing a cast of a movie with all these A list actors, and then you say it's a comedy, I'm more disappointed than any possible genre could be. I think comedies are consistently the worst movies in terms of an overall collective genre. No, I, I agree completely. I don't, feel that's hot I don't know if that's like too hot of a take. I I, I disagree, agree. but I think comedies are by far the most subjective. So if like you're not excited for it, you're not excited for it, you know, uh, or 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 if you don't find it funny, like 90 percent of my bottom 100 movies are comedies. And it's like I don't find these things funny at all. They are not enjoyable in any way. So if you don't find a comedy funny, that's it. Wh what's the point of watching right. it? You know, would you say? George, would you say there's more bad comedies or bad horrors? Because they're like the two for me where there's like... I mean, I, 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 I'm going to say horror movies just because I think I've seen more horror movies than comedies. Same, yeah. But I, I don't Both of them can go really Those wrong. are the two genres where it's like... It's, always... They're the two most subjective, I can't say. It's so goddamn yeah. subjective. If you watch a horror movie and you don't find it scary, someone else might. If you watch a comedy, that doesn't make people... Look, like I, like Seth, I have never once laughed watching Austin Powers or Monty Python once in my entire life. 
Monty Python. How do you know, how do you know I like Austin Powers? <laughs> I don't eat one million dollars. It's so stupid. How, how do you know that I like it is so it makes me it's make my skin crawl. I think there's such dumb movies. The comedy sucks. But you like don't I know me when you're down. What do you rate Anchorman? A four and a half out of five. Yeah, that's me. I've got it at two. Okay, yeah, same, same here, Seth. Fuck Anchorman, you. not yeah, funny. I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's so fucking crazy. crazy. 21 so... Jump Street, 5 out of 10. No, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Street, Comedies are... 21 Jump Street is a 4 out of 5 for me. That's yeah, wait, what's wrong with 21 Jump Street? That's your more hot take, Tyler. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. what, what's what's wrong? It's a, It has a plot line. It's what you want in a comedy. It's fucking hilarious. I just didn't find it funny, like unfortunately. Um, oh, but again, comedy is super subjective. And but and again, I've seen way less bad horror movies, obviously, than everyone on this call. But I've seen a fair share, and I would say that you could. I feel like I can get more out of a bad horror than a bad comedy. Whereas bad comedy, when it's so bad, I'm just like, fuck this! Like I can't even keep watching. Whereas a bad horror, nah. I can at least finish. You need to watch some bad horror. Very <laughs> yeah, sad. I can give Very you some horror movies that you will not finish. Go watch yeah, there's Texas so many James horrors I've started. I've probably finished more comedies than I have horrors. Yeah, I'll be honest. There's some horrors where it's like, okay, this is. I think I think in my bottom like twenty films on on Letterboxd, like the ones I rated half star, over half of them are horrors. I believe anyway. Horrors can be bad. Yeah, yeah. bad. It's horrors or comedies anyway. But yeah, Tyler, I don't think that's that hot. Take. I, I kind of agree with you to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Your more hot take is the 21 Jump Street take. But, yeah, yeah, I'm just we'll going to, I'm that. quickly pulling up my movie rankings list and just seeing it. some more low rated comedies I have. Like Dinner for Schmucks, I have a 3.6 out of 10. Hall Pass, 3 out of 10. Anchorman, That's not low enough. Anchorman, 2.7 out of 10. Oh, yeah. worse than <laughs> Dinner for Schmucks? That's the Remember worst thing I have ever. We're, we're the Millers, five out of ten. We're the Millers is pretty. We're the Millers, we're the Millers is, so is not amazing, like but it's so much it's better so than five out of ten. Funny. We're the Millers is genu- genuinely funny. It's just the plot just sucked for me. Um, no, it. Uh, you're so funny. It's genuinely, it's genuinely funny. That's we're the, the point Millers. Of the movie. We're the Millers makes me laugh every time. Every time, man. Every time. Every time. And then the Will worst comedies is amazing. The worst comedies are are frat comedies like Twenty One and Over. And all yeah. those just like oh, drunk drinking. Those are yeah. all horrible movies. Neighbors, that's a 1.9 out of 10. Oh, yeah. Neighbors. Yeah. Neighbors I guess I don't have dinner for schmucks rated shockingly. But but like the Hangover movies or well, the Hangover 1, very highly rated for me. So good. So good. Like, I think everyone likes that though. Pop star Never Stop Never Stopping. Highly rated no. comedy for me. Great movie. Wedding Crashers. Classic. Great, great, great movie. movie. Um, so I, I don't just always hate on Wonderful. them. Wonderful. But yeah, so comedy is my least favorite genre. Like it just brings everything else down. Like a rom com is dragged down by its comedy. Horror comedies to me are dragged down by its comedy. I'm, I'm not a comedy guy. Maybe I'm just. It's, it sounds comedy. like you hate fun. Yeah. What? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I Have mean, you look at your about, recent like, watches. I think you're smiling. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of horror movies, uh, Terrifier Two has crossed five million in the uh, box office, which means it has made over two thousand percent of its budget. Good what was job. it? Good for it. Five, uh, five, uh, 250,000. Wow. So good it's just it. about 2,000%. Um, I don't know if that's deserved, but good for it. I mean, great for it. Yeah. Yeah, they always do that. Let's, let's bring this puppy home with our draft. So what I'm going for here is, so we're doing like basically funniest characters draft, but like kind of like the theme here is like, we're all going to pick a friend group. Not in ter- like we're picking individual characters, but it's like who would you make like your funniest personal friend group? Like you want five buddies in, in like a room just to shoot the shit with? Like how funny 
of like a life would it be if like your friend group had these five people in it but yeah it's individual people i know when i explain that to you guys you got a little confused about my groups of people individual people from movies or tv drafting just funniest people of all time from characters from movies so not like you're not going to draft steve carell you'd have to draft like 40 year old virgin steve carell you know like we, we got we got they, it we know what we're doing it. they got it First up, so here's the order. George, Seth, myself, and then Cam, and we'll snake back. Five rounds total. George, you're on the clock with the first pick. Let's hear it. George, you're going to take mine. I know it. I don't think I'm going to take yours because I'm not taking my number one choice because I'm here catering to the masses. You guys know I just like the votes. Yeah. So I votes think, anyway. So my <laughs> first pick is a pick I think is going to get me votes, and that is uh, Will Ferrell's character in Step Brothers, Brendan Fuck Huff. you, Brendan Huff. That was mine. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Seth. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Alan from Hangover. Yeah, great one. So Will Ferrell from Step Brothers off the sure. board. Alan from Hangover off the board. I'll have to get votes surely. You know who I'd like? Oh shoot! It's that's a, that's a very good pick. Yeah. That's surely that goes votes. This good, one that was my number one. My first pick Sweet. here should get votes. Deadpool. That's a wow. Third. I haven't even seen it. <laughs> I, I had that as like a late third, fourth round pick. I, didn't I thought that was going to be the first overall pick, honestly. I'm, I was not, I'm not mad about Cam that. is standing up. He's spinning around. He's beside himself right now. I'm honestly a bit surprised that went that early. Well, that Cam was, was clearly going to take it next. So. Cam wanted enough and Deadpool. That was my pick. Yep. Those are two people <laughs> I had on air. Now I'm going to. All right. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I'm going with McLovin. Good pick. Nick Lovin's a great, great. That was on mine. That was yeah, a good pick. Just seems like a lovely guy. God, you're a real dickhead for that, dude. You have another one. I have another one. I'm gonna go with. Uh, we're we're going to the office, but we're oh. going to the we're going to the funniest character in the office. Or second funniest character, but I think it'll get more votes. I'm going Cre- Creed Bratton. I want to wow. hang out with Creed Bratton. Creed Bratton oh. off the board in round two. That's a that's a wild second round pick. <laughs> The funniest character in the office is Kevin Malone. I mean, but... so, so so far the draft is between me, Seth, and Tyler. Not gonna lie though, a friend, I, you know, like the the TikTok audio is like, what is he building in there? Like a friend group with McLovin and Creed Bratton. Like, what is he just vibing? Yeah, we're just fellas hanging out, man. Just... George just choked on yeah, it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine it as well. Uh, okay, well, second round pick getting Michael Scott, my friend group, with Deadpool. Think of Michael, Michael Scarn and Deadpool. That was my next pick. I mean, come on. Now. That would have been my number one pick from the office character. Yeah, of course it would, because yeah. you're all basic bitches. <laughs> I mean, at least I have a theme I'm, I'm going just, for. Michael Scott is Michael Scarn with Deadpool. I, I'm just mad now that I don't have Deadpool. Bro, the fucking CPR scene where uh, the, the person in the office is like, Staying alive. Che- no, che- check if he has an ID. And Creed's like, he doesn't. He doesn't. I'm checked. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Creed's the best, man. He's so funny. Well, it, it, it's, it's it's Seth's turn, but I, I'm just going to – sorry, I'd have to roast Cam one more time. Creed Bratton would have went undrafted for sure, right? Like if Cam didn't pick him? Oh, probably. I probably. would not I, I wouldn't – Yeah. So, I think a lot of my characters might. I don't care. Okay. It's me. Go ahead, Me Seth. alone. I'm not pandering. Yeah, I love you for that. Okay. Man. I'm going to say one that might surprise you, but he makes me laugh every – I'm going to say Drax. Stop. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad pick. I'm just that'll get votes. Like having an MCU character will get votes. I don't love the MCU's humor, but everything that guy says, like you know that scene where it's like hard to be Larry Batteries. I replayed that so many times because I just found it so funny. 
That's I think he's something. hilarious, man. That's something. Just, just everyone right now, just picture in your head, Seth, after uh, a day of working, coaching his clients, grinding, goes to his local pub and grabs a pint with Drax and Alan from The Hangover sitting in the booth. That would be a great scene. That is a good scene. I like it. I like George. It. I like it. Uh, I can't believe my next two picks are still on the board. I'm shocked they haven't been taken. My first one is Borat. Great pick. Uh, great pick. Just one of the funniest characters hey guys. ever. I should have uh, taken him. And then my, even on my, list, my third pick... Uh, I also can't believe McLovin went first from Superbad because I think Seth is the wildly funnier character. So I have to be honest. I, I, don't think, I, I don't think either of them are the funniest character in Superbad. I am. Uh, you think Michael Sarah is? I, every film he's in, he just, he's just so awkward. Isn't he? <laughs> you, know, the, you know the scene when he's in the room with the girl? That, yes. I was just going to say that. That scene is so <laughs> is fucking so hard to watch. That is a funny scene. <laughs> Okay, well, there's so many you could pick from Super Brothers. Yeah, it? there's a ton you can pick from Super Bad. Great board mm. for George right now with Will Ferrell from Step Brothers, Bo Rat, and Seth Rogen from Super Bad. That's just hijinks written all over it. Seth, you got some beefy boys. Who are you adding to the crew? I'm going to say something that's going to surprise you after I've just talked shit on it for like ages. The only redeeming quality for Anchorman for, for me is his uh, brick. I think that's on my list. That's on my list. He's he's so (laughs) Steve Carell like makes that film watchable. That was the he was on my list. Oh, I just found I just thought of a sleeper that's not going to get me votes, but who I want. Man, I am struggling with who to pick next here. Um, so I got Deadpool and Michael Scott. This one, I don't think is going to get that many votes, but it's just, I'm throwing it in for me. Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That was on my list. Hilarious wild character. That's a good one. The thing is, there's so many like UK sitcoms that I love, but I I just can't pick the guys from because no one's going to know them. That's the issue. That's That's fair. fair. Uh, Cameron, two picks. I'm going with uh, Holland March, who is uh, Ryan Gosling from The Nice Guys. Um, I still need to watch that. One of the most underrated. One of the most uh, overrated, underrated movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. uh, There's so many edits now, about that film. Yeah, <laughs> I have it at a five out of five. I think it's great, but I think Misty everyone Mountains. who watched it agrees. agrees. Uh, and then I'll save I'll save who I was going to go with. Um, like, I was going to go with someone, but I'll save them for the last pick. I'm going to go with, is this cheating? I'm going with Bo Burnham from Inside. That's not, why it. would that be cheating? I don't think so. Well, I don't know. It's not really like a movie. That, it's just I just funny? want Bo Burnham. It I, is. It is hysterical. I'm getting Bo Isn't Burnham that in general. Just in the room, like making me. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, have, of, you don't Seth, have to. I just. Seth, gave it that's one of the few five stars I've given this decade. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay uh, so, Cam's got four picks. Mine's next off the board here. You know what? I'm going back to the office and putting Dwight Schrute on a squad. You're literally pandering. I'm. It's my favorite I mean, comedy show of all it time. Been stupid I agree. Dwight. It's my favorite. I, if I Dwight went undrafted it. and Creed Bratton went drafted, I that yeah, would be I would an abomination. Been. I'd take Kevin Malone before Creed. Dwight Dwight would have been. Well, one of why my didn't next you then? You just said you Dwight would have been because Kevin Malone's not going to get as many votes as Creed. So I'm I'm not pandering. I but I'm actually not pandering. disagree on that a lot. I think Kevin Malone will get more votes. Um, sorry, Seth. Next pick. I I have to put him in there. And people aren't going to like this, Tyler. You're not going to like this. I'm putting Ross Geller in there. Oh, no, no. Great pick. Uh, Great. That's a good pick. 
Really? Tyler, Tyler, I thought you hated Friends. So I, I, yeah, I dislike Friends like quite a lot actually. But Ross has always been my favorite part of that. Like I, I'm a, I enjoy Ross a lot. But yeah, Friends, I don't like the show. But Ross, very funny. So funny. He's, he's not a nice person at all, but he's fucking hilarious, man. I thought That's more friends funny. picks would come off the board already because you three in the chat were just going crazy about it. Um, but... I think with friends, though, there's a lot of like equally funny people. Apart from Monica, like you throw more than that. Monica's George, funny, your last two picks to finish off your group of five. My my fourth pick, I think, is a sleeper, and that's Kirk Lazarus, which is Robert Downey Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder. Great pick. That was on like when I searched like lists of funniest movie characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that has to be picked. I get it. I get it. And then I'm going to go with, a, I think, a pretty basic pick for my fifth round. I'm just going to keep it safe. I'm going to go Ron Burgundy. Yeah, that was probably going to be my last pick. So good, good move. I, I searched a list of like 100 funniest characters and I hated the top 10. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, I'm not looking at this. Yeah. So George's draft is done. He has two Will Ferrells in it. Um, but Seth, finish off your draft with one more pick. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to be surprised if one TV character doesn't get taken. Oh, damn. Someone horror me up. Okay, I'm taking... I'm taking Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's a good I've one. never seen I that. like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, no problem. I, I don't love it. I don't love it. Is that Adam? I don't, Wait, who, I don't who? love it. But Which character is that? Boyle. He's, uh... Okay, I what's his name? Oh, the, the, the short the guy. Squ- oh, okay, okay. Okay. He's funny. Aziz Ansari? his real name in real life. Uh, oh shit! My last pick. <sighs> kind of want to go with the same strategy George had and have two of the same actors, but I'm gonna go with Ron Swanson as my final. That's pick. a great. Who's that? Uh, uh, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. The guy with the have you not seen Parks and Rec? No, no, we're gonna go this time. That's a good pick. That's if a great like, fifth round pick. If you like like The Office, Friends, you'll like Parks and Rec. Yeah, but this is the issue, isn't it? Like, there is so many ones I could give you from like Peep Show, the in between. Yeah, probably. but no one's gonna vote for them. No one knows. Them. No, but I'm it's... saying like this is like a, a like if you like The Office, they, they they're it's the same thing, but it's funny. It's yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say Cam's That's final fine. pick. I uh, was. I'm gonna be? say then. I'm gonna say the name, and you guys can tell me if you if you know who it is. I'm going with Pepper Brooks. He is Jason Bateman in Dodgeball. <laughs> the, be- <laughs> the best part of Dodgeball, without a doubt. Come on. Uh, What's everyone's man. opinion on Dodgeball? Hicks? I tried it's to watch it. Great movie. It's Good so movie. funny, dude. It's been a long, it's long time for me. It's yeah. funny. It's uh, so I, funny. I will say, I'm surprised no one took uh, Peter Griffin, Stewie, or Homer Simpson. I, Homer Simpson and Peter Griffin were on that. You know what? <laughs> Not about I was going to put Donkey. Any, yeah, Donkey. Like any it. South Park characters, I'm surprised Cartman didn't get taken. Mm-hmm. The thing for me is I, I'm too much of a visual guy, and I was I was too bought into this like I want to make a funny friend group. So for me, just animated just like didn't work for that. Yeah, mind. that's fair. Do you want to? Is everyone did, finished? Or? All yeah. right, well, congrats, um, guys. Did you take? Uh, did you run through them, Tyler? Did you? Yeah, I'll do that right I, now. Um, I was gonna do. Yeah, we'll run through them and then we'll talk about some honorable mentions if you want to discuss those. But George, Will Ferrell from Step Brothers, Bo Rat, Seth Rogen from Superbad, Kirk no, Lazarus, Seth, Seth from Seth, Superbad, Jonah Hill. Oh shit, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill. Okay. That, that, see, that's a good clarification because Seth yeah, yeah. and Superbad could easily be taken other way. I jo- mean, I'm making the graphics, so it's okay. Yeah, which also, just a quick comment. Use, I think it's good to use pictures and not names because a lot of people... Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'm yet. definitely going to use yeah. pictures. So, sorry. Will Ferrell, Step Brothers, Bo Rat, Jonah Hill and Superbad, Kirk Lazarus, Tropic Thunder, and Ron Burgundy. Great team. Seth, 
the most interesting of the bunch, but I, I, I dig it. Allen from The Hangover, Drax, Brick Tamland, Ross Geller from Friends, and Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Tyler's mm-hmm. Draft, Deadpool, Michael Scott, Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny, Dwight Schrute, and Ron Swanson. And Cam, McLovin, Creed Bratton, Holland March from The Nice Guys, which is Ryan, Ryan Gosling's character. And Bo Burnham from Inside, and Pepper Brooks, Jason Bateman, who is played by Jason Bateman in Dodgeball. I don't remember Jason Bateman's character in Dodgeball. Yes, you do, man. He's, no, the, fuck, he's, the, he's the announcer. The ESPN uh, The Ocho. The ESPN The Ocho announcer. And what's his fucking line? Of course, I'm blanking. It's a bold move. He's funny. He's blindfolding himself right now. You know, he's not going to be able to see very well with that on, Cotton. Yeah. Best character in that. No, no, he is funny. I remember it. Let's run through some honorable mentions. I'll quickly go through mine. Um, 40-year-old virgin Steve Carell, I was tempted to throw in there. Um, Happy Gilmore, just because I think a golf outing would just be electric with him. And then just because I just want to get Rachel McAdams, my friend group, I was going to throw in Virginia George. But that's all I have for honorable mentions. Yeah, I I wanted to throw in Kumail from The Big Sick, but that's like too sad of a movie. I mentioned Kevin Malone. Uh, I wanted basically any Will Ferrell character, but I at like halfway through the draft, I was like, fuck it, I'm not, I'm gonna go none. Um, cool. That's probably who I, uh, oh shoot, man. Should have done, uh, what's his name from Popstar? Never Stop, Never Stopping. Andy Samberg. Yeah, but I forget like what, what his uh, character's name is. Should have done that. That's a good one. George, any and, honorable mentions? Uh, honestly, I got everyone that I had written down got taken. So not really. I'm surprised Zoolander wasn't even mentioned. I don't. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't hold that movie. Yeah, I, I don't love the movie, but I'm just as in terms of like I guess being an iconic character. That was like, number one on like a few of the lists. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yeah. It was man. That's yeah. a shitty list then. Um, I, I I'm also surprised that uh, Chandler or uh, Joey didn't get taken. Um, uh, a sleeper pick from uh, from the office is Stanley, I think, and Kevin. I think they're both wildly hysterical characters. Oh, can I say the best Kevin quote ever? Let's hear it. Is 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 from Dwight's Christmas in in season nine? Um, Dwight's Christmas. He's eating something, and he's like, "This hog mama is great." And they go, "I believe it's pronounced maw." He spits it out. What is maw? <laughs> as, as if he fucking knows what hog mama is. I love. It. <laughs> Huh. What is more? So, yeah, so, so none of you like Jim Halpert in Office? I mean, no, they're they're the they're the straight guys. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's, they're, a they're, he's like the typical dude character. He's, he's the best funny. character. Yeah, but he's not the funniest. He's not the funniest. You know the the worst the worst fucking character in the Office by a million miles. Do you know where I'm going with this? Anyone? Any guesses? One of it's got to be one of the interns. Nope. Plop. No, Mindy it's Kaling? the fucking traveling salesman. Uh, Todd oh. Packer. No, Todd. Every Packer. episode he's in well, fucking yeah, he's sucks. He's just fucking an offensive yeah. piece of shit, but he's not like all that funny. But either. that actor is sorry if this is gonna offend anyone. Just chronically unfunny no, in everything he's ever been in. That's not true in everything. Wait, What's I name? know who. Like, and I think of his name. He's an anchor. He's an anchor man. He's the. I, I, I know I it's, He's so unfunny. He's so David fucking Coker. bad in everything. Not even his bad. lines so bad. Is not good uh. at all. I think he's funny in the Acremans, and I'm trying to think what else I've I, seen him in. I was surprised no one picked like any of the big Lebowski characters, to be honest. That yeah, was... I, I almost did. Walter. I don't I, think I, those I, would get votes though. Yeah. Yeah, but they should do. I draft for votes strictly. Five and zero oh incoming. 
Yeah, well, Tyler's got a win. Wait, are we counting tri- trivia? Shouldn't count as a draft win. Yeah, no, no, no. Tri- you're one to no in trivia. I feel like trivia and draft win should be separate right, scores. Right, fine, fine, fine. Are we doing more trivia? Okay, fine. Um, we'll do that. So I'm done. Fine. So we'll we'll wrap up here. I, for some reason I'm blanking because I looked at so many of the top 100 lists of funniest characters, and there were just so many that were just so about, stupid on there. But I just can't remember if, what they were. Yeah, like someone had Austin Powers in their list. Yeah, yeah. I think Stifler from American Pie is funny. He's hysterical. He's, he's funny. very funny. He's funny. Funny. <laughs> I don't find those movies all that. Uh, well, what, George, I had a Lancelot from Holy Grail. Oh, sure uh, yes. I would have gotten you zero votes. It nah, probably people, there's people who love that movie, but <laughs> I love that movie. Well, gentlemen, I was confident that this was going to be the shortest episode. Like I was like, I'm a, I am a betting man, and I would we, have we bet all heavily. This would be the shortest episode. Um, as our host, I will take the blame for it. I did not move us along fast enough. But that's it for yeah, uh, us, not. everyone. <laughs> next week next week is the Halloween episode. We're going to have new updated graphics. Going to have a whole Halloween-themed show for that George is hosting. We're all dressing up in costumes. So George, Seth, and Cam, I have mine ready to go. You better be dressed it's up. It's going to be the shortest I've not even episode. thought of mine yet, I'll be honest. I haven't thought of it either. It's gonna be the shortest episode. No one, I'm dressing. It's gonna be the shortest episode. No one likes my joke. That's all right. I mean, it might be. It was just a joke. Well, that that that's all, folks. If you haven't already, and you haven't listened to me all the times before, you are literally banking on our downfall. If you have not rated us on Spotify, rated us on Apple Podcasts, subscribed. So stop hoping we fail and help us take us to the moon. I also was supposed to mention this at the beginning of the podcast, but I didn't. At 5,000 subscribers, we're going to release YouTube subscribers. We're going to release merch. I have some cool stuff I'm cooking up that even you three haven't seen. Um, not just basic t shirts and hats. I got some dope stuff that's like personalized for George, Seth, loop. and Cam. I, well, I will. I'm just, still, I don't, I like to show off unfinished work. But we got some great merch coming. 5,000 subscribers, we're going to drop it. Six stuff coming. Thank you all for listening. We're at two hours and 23 minutes and 48 seconds. Now our Jesus. longest episode. But oh my God. I hope you it's all enjoyed easy. it. It's just easy to talk with the fellas. Oh yeah, I, I miss you all. I, I miss you. <laughs> so time for uh, me to go watch NFL football. I hope you all have a great day. And I will see you next week in the Halloween Spooky Special.